0: Wampa Wampa? That's right. Hey. Long ago, in a galaxy far, far away, Star Wars toys began, and Kenner continues the excitement. The Empire Strikes Back. Collection. El Regreso del Jedi. Welcome to the Star Wars Collector's Archive Podcast. It's KyveCast.
1: Was Star Space Station? The snap Open Space Hack,
0: Sometimes known as the Vintage Polymer.
2: Wow, wow, weird, wow. great!
0: A monthly audio magazine dedicated to vintage Star Wars toys and memorabilia. Hosted by Sky Payne, Fudd, Chewbacca, And Steven B. Dam. fighters, pilot action, pilot action, Data mined by Brisbane, Brisbane, Mike. handles saber well. And fantastic
3: peak. Oh, a Tell
0: Tech support by the low.
4: Seven. separately
5: from Kenner Star Wars Return of the Jedi collection.
6: Wampa, Wampa, space freaks. Welcome to the late summer edition of the Kivecast. Yeah, Steve, you know, uh,
0: so it turns out that we actually have an unofficial hiatus time. Yes, that's true. Uh, it turns out that, like, August is, like, that's when my school starts. It starts at the end of August. Yeah. So that's when I always obviously do all my editing, at the very end. So you'd think right. I have the whole month to do it, but uh, it's really hard to record in August.
6: Yeah. So what are we going to do, Steve? Well, we have it's it's kind of a special offer episode because we're we're breaking format a bit, but with good reason, I think.
0: Yeah, we're we're gonna give you two
6: podcasts in September.
0: Yeah. Um, wow, Steve, that's a lot for me to promise. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have two. We're gonna have your regular, regularly scheduled Kivecast uh, about the uh, Rebel Commander Soldier um, Commando. <laughs> uh, at some point, I'm gonna figure out which one it is, Steve. Yep. The, the Cliff Clavin one or the one that Brock collects, I don't know. <laughs> um, again, uh, I talked a lot uh, recently about the show, and people like it when I'm stupid. Um, <laughs> so that's, that's pretty convenient for me. Um, yeah, so that'll be our sort of regular episode. We got some good market watches, some good vocabs and stuff. But yeah. this month is all about people getting to do cool stuff and talking about it.
6: Yeah, absolutely. The, the record kind of scratched with with the events that have happened in in August. So, um, so it's it's a yeah. good way to, to to deal with it, I think. <laughs> and uh, and basically, uh, for those of you that don't know, so there were two events
0: over the summer. There was Celebration uh, Europe Two, which was widely right. pu- widely publicized, and uh, neither Steve or I went. No. <laughs> uh, and then there was this thing called the uh, International Collectors Event. Right. It was an invite only like, party in Seattle. Right. Now, Steve, we, we sort of had this problem of talking about how there, you know, is no exclusivity or inner circleness to yeah. the hobby. And then later in the month, going to an exclusive party. But I thought a lot about this, Steve.
6: Okay, I, I want to hear your, your spiel.
0: Um, it, it was a party for people who lived in the area and right. whoever they could invite that they knew. Yeah. So, like... Like As we will discuss, the whole parties happen in people's houses. There's no convention, no anything. No, no. So there was like a firm cap limit. So yeah. I I don't know. I mean, I guess we were lucky to be invited. I, I guess, you know, because we're yeah. loosely affiliated with the with the podcast or whatever it is. Um, yeah. But that's what that was. So it was exclusionary, but kind of necessarily so. So yeah. <laughs> someone asked us, what are we going to call the show, Steve? And I had the perfect idea. Okay. The Kivecast went to Germany and Seattle. And all you got was this lousy podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Uh, just uh, because those shirts are funny. And uh, I I think we'll call it the Lousy Late Summer Podcast. I think that would be a name.
6: All right. That sounds good.
0: (laughs) We'll we'll, we'll talk more about that. We'll talk more about the exclusivity. Um, Now, one of the the great things that we got to do, Steve, was we got to see Return of the Jedi – uh, in its original
6: print, and
0: we'll right. talk. We'll talk about that later. Okay. The upside, or the downside, depending on your opinion of this half of the podcast. <laughs> that's
6: exactly. I was just going to say
0: who. <laughs> but we're that's a two-sided <laughs> question yeah. here. Was I just sat there with a notebook and I wrote down over fifteen movie observations based yeah. on Return of the Jedi, just watching it. Yep. <laughs> and uh, and so we'll start with one of those, and I'll, I'll spread them throughout. Steve, are you ready okay. for it? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. So I've never noticed this before, but um, Leia is great for saving Han, mm-hmm. but she commits the lamest act of, like, subterfuge you've ever seen. Watch the scene again where she creeps into Jabba's palace, okay? <laughs> so if you, if you can imagine, okay, I'll, I'll paint a picture in the mind. So there's your giant arched doorway, she goes down the couple steps. Oh, there's I probably, see where this is going. There's probably yep. about fifteen feet in between her and the other side of the wall.
6: It is a very wide entrance to the uh, to the uh, ballroom there.
0: <laughs> she walks fifteen feet across the top of the stairwell and hits her head against the wind chimes. <laughs> and I just I mean maybe everyone else has laughed about this before and I'm just late to the party. But I mean everyone laughs about the stormtrooper hitting his head. I mean the door was closing, whatever. That's understandable. You right, can't see. Right. Yeah. It's not like she was walking that way and she just bumped into it. It was yeah. like it was like she was like, "Okay, must hit my head." And wh- and why does Jabba have wind chimes? Like did That's someone true. Like, not know what to get him <laughs> for Christmas and like I, mean, I went down to or slacker.
6: And- <laughs> I guess there's got to be a draft from the Rancor pit coming up there. I don't know. <laughs> I
0: don't know. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so that's, that's the first and perhaps lamest
6: um, <laughs> I,
0: I can promise you and or threaten you With the fact that I've taken many notes On the nature uh. of, of language And as it's used by, uh, by Bush In comparison to how it's used by Java uh. Uh, And uh, subject, verb, uh, object See, that sounds like
6: a, a paper presentation At a conference right there
0: Yep, well, if you keep listening to our show Then you will get to hear <laughs> more of that <laughs> so yeah, so this is uh, is not character-centered, and it's nope. not even Sky or Steve-centered, except for that nope. last bit. Right. What's the word we like to use here at the Kivecast, Steve? It's polyvocal. Yeah. Polyvocal. Uh, yeah. you, you'll get a free Kivecast pin if you can say the first time we use the word polyvocal. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. So anyways, um, I think Steve... Because you and I didn't go to Celebration Europe, um, yeah. all the footage that we have came from Christo Agulias. Right. And he took it very seriously, and he got a lot of really good footage. Oh, good. Um, and, but we haven't really heard it, and we can't really talk to it. So I think we're going to save that to the end. Okay. And I think we should start with what happened second, which was the International Collector's Event.
6: Sure. Uh, that's that's the, the fresh thing on our minds.
0: Um, so Steve, what was your impression of the International Collector's Event?
6: Uh, pure exhaustion and exhilaration at the same time. That's how I would sum it up. Um, I was more tired than I think I'd ever been, but more excited than I'd ever been about, about Star Wars collecting at the same time. So it's, it's, it was just, uh, it was a draining yet, yeah, thrilling (laughs) experience to say the least.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was basically, uh, it was like a convention, right? but instead of going to a convention, You just went to the most insane Star Wars collections you've ever seen.
6: Yep. And Steve,
0: I can positively say for the rest of my life, I do not have a large Star Wars collection.
6: No. Yeah, I think we've, (laughs) a lot of us are in that that book. (laughs) I mean, the the principle of relativity uh, states, you know, that
0: I don't have a large Star Wars collection. So it's good. (laughs) I I can just say, you know, I have kind of a a minor thing. Um, So we did record some stuff there. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about it here now. Um, But I think we'll kind of like intersperse it. Does that sound good, Steve? Yeah. All right. Well, first of all, um, the cool thing for me was I wasn't really going to go. Um, you know, because of all the family troubles, I, I touched on. Uh, right. I guess, boy, like three months ago, whenever we last recorded, Steve.
7: <laughs>
6: yes, yeah, slackers. Been a little... Major slackers.
0: Major. Um, <laughs> but if we just announced it as a hiatus, Steve, everything would have been okay. Yeah. So, so just get ready for that. You get <laughs> eleven plus podcasts a year, guaranteed from the Cavcast Vintage
8: Pod. Yeah,
6: and or, I did. I did send out a message on Facebook saying, "Hey, we, we have not." Gone off into the night. We, we do have stuff coming. You're going to get some surprises. So hopefully that got to, to some people.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That's yeah. a good thing to say.
6: Yeah. yeah so, we, yeah.
0: We'll, uh, oh, yeah. And jo- join our Facebook friends. What yes. do we do? Like us on Facebook?
6: Uh, yeah. I think that'll do it. <laughs>
0: okay. Like us on Facebook and send us emails, kivecast at gmail.com. Yep. Um, so, yeah. So I wasn't really going to go, but I finally got pestered and pestered um, by the Holy Spirit, Ron Salvatore. Um, And and by Matthias, who just said they had an extra room. They didn't feel like, you know, not splitting it. And they kind of knew that I was sort of needed to get out. uh, And so they just kept on pestering me. And I finally just bit the bullet and bought the ticket.
6: Yeah. uh, uh, Yeah. (laughs) Man, I'm just remembering that your arrival and the intricacies of that. That was interesting.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, you know, because we drove out and we had to, like, get a rental car. And that's... Yeah, that's, that's probably not so interesting to, to – and maybe it is. I don't know. I'm
6: thinking more of the, the moving of the furniture.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, because we didn't have a bed, so we stole the couch from Steve's suite uh, with, <laughs> his, uh, with his lady friend. She's
1: not my special lady. She's my lady friend. I'm just helping her conceive, man.
0: Right. Um, who you will hear from later in the show. You that's actually, right. Steve, CavCast P- 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 aí- P- listeners are not going to believe the amount – of female human beings they're going to hear on this show
6: see that's a good thing
0: i mean it's literally like fours or fives of them i mean it's uh it's a good thing you know we're, we're branching out yeah. turns out sitting in your basement uh, in a bathrobe is not the easiest way to get uh un- <laughs> unusual people on your podcast <laughs> although i am wearing my pink bathrobe now so nice um, i'm not kidding <laughs> uh, so so yeah so we showed up and you know it's like two o'clock in the morning and had that and i missed the room sale steve uh, right. What was right.
9: like?
6: I I mean, it was it was kind of like a mini cantina sale back like from the celebration four in L.A. We took over the hotel's bar slash restaurant, and the the bartender was definitely happy because that was the most business he had had in a long time. <laughs> right. And yeah. And and then was just you know it was usual fun stuff. I mean, bootlegs, carded figures, you name it. It's some weird things I'd never seen. Um, it was just it's funny. Like I was more of just soaking that all in. I didn't actually pick up anything at the room sales or just like, wow, this is the same exact thing, but just compressed into this Hyatt House <laughs> right. restaurant, which was which was great in its own way. I think it even involved a fireside chat outside. They had a nice little fire pit out there and it was just it's the same thing but on a micro scale, I guess. Right. Let's it's cool. I'm kinda glad
0: I missed it in a way because I went on a five day Star Wars adventure, Steve. Yeah, and I spent a sum total of two dollars and forty-seven cents uh, on Star Wars toys. Oh, that's
6: good. See, I, I guess yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> two dollars and came forty-seven cents. Yeah, you I mean, of course, really it,
0: it costs a ton to go there and and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, um, but yeah, that was uh, that, that was pretty spectacular. <laughs> so yeah, so that that was sort of like the first night where they had kind of like a mixer. where I guess everyone got really drunk. Um, yeah, well, there
6: there was a great like one of the, uh, the Sarlacc crew who, who's the the. the Pacific Northwest, I or Seattle area collectors, um, they kind of gave us the space at this wine world and spirits store, which was actually really cool. It was a big open party space where they kind of showed all the initial swag and everyone kept was kind of just, you know, saying hello to all these people they hadn't seen in a while. And, and uh, it was really fun. But yes, it was an open bar. And I think uh, <laughs> myself included, we all, we all got a little dinged by that, but uh, <laughs> it was fun.
0: Yeah, I missed that. I like showed up in my suit and everything. I like I went directly from my class to the yep. plane, and yep. you know I, I took my sort of knockout pills, so I was uh,
6: yeah. I remember like stumbling into the the lobby and like, man, Sky is here. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So then the second day was all predicated on this toy run idea. Right. So there right. were these two stores and uh, I guess we should be better reporters, Steve, because we didn't make it to the second store.
6: No, no, but we did get some good info about them. Uh, did you talk to uh, to anyone that went up there?
0: Yeah, so apparently there's a store called the Star
6: Wars Store? It's, it's like somebody and son's Star Wars store, and it's in Aberdeen, Washington, which, I mean, I, I guess if you're a Nirvana fan, you may know that's where Kurt Cobain came from, and I, I knew it just because I happened to pass through one time. Right. But uh that was the furthest away and I and after hearing the stories I am kind of bummed that I that I missed it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it sounds like a pretty amazing place and you know what we'll
0: do? We'll t- we'll talk to somebody in the future who's been there and can tell us a story of the Aberdeen yeah. toy store. Okay. Um see we couldn't really go because uh Matias and I were driving and, and, <laughs> and we were with with Ron who was insanely ill and yes. uh Matias and I were not as sensitive as I think we probably could have been we just kind of <laughs> figured ah he'll just he'll just be fine he'll, he'll, he'll come out of it <laughs> he'll work it out and then he'd pull over and puke and we'd be like ah it's probably all gone out here have some water uh, dust it off uh and uh and it just it just didn't happen
6: no no when I, when I saw ron and we were talking about walking up that hill i'm like ron's not gonna make that hill man we, yeah. we gotta get him out of here
0: <laughs> yeah i i still feel bad so this is uh in case the podcast listeners are ever doubting about my whole "Hey, I'm I'm actually a jerk." Uh, well, there's there's proof about that. Um, but Matias is a jerk too. So that's good. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. But before we before we got to that, we did make it to the first toy store.
2: Right,
3: right.
0: Which Steve, I don't understand Seattle. Okay, that's one thing I'm going to say. Okay, I don't understand this store was like in the middle of. I mean, like barns and horses.
6: Yeah, right, right. It was on an actual like ranch property, um, which. From what we—it's funny. uh, Tessa and I—we actually got a tour of the the facilities outside of the toy store by one of uh, the—I guess it was the—the husband of the, the couple who owned the place. And uh, I mean, I guess they just use it as a regular ranch property, and then they just devoted one of the stables to this insanely cool toy store, which you would never expect driving off the side of the road.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, that was that was really sweet. you know, I got like a, a uh, Empire Strikes Back mug with Chewie nice. on it. I nice. got like a Star Wars Galaxy card set postcard from like <laughs> 1995. Right on. Um, definitely the highlight of that store for me was, you know, because you know, Steve Sansweet was there. And yeah. And I, I yeah. got a chance to actually talk to him a few times, which is nice because if you ever see him at a convention, he's always swamped by fans. Right. Um, but you know, we were kind of walking around, and as people probably don't know, my favorite Star Wars toy of all time is is an Episode One toy. Um, <laughs> it's the Opie fish. It's the the big. Wait a know, minute! Oh, Gooba fish!
6: Oh, wait, wait, wait. oh, I remember that thing. Yeah. So the, the
0: orange looking one. Yeah, the orange looking yeah. one. Yeah. The toy okay. has this mechanism where you press on its back, and it teeth open the and teeth close. Chomp! Okay, yeah. And I don't know why, but it's like it's a mystically satisfying toy. It's like, it's like, you know, the way orange hostess cupcakes look. Yeah. You know how you want them to taste and they don't taste that way. <laughs> That's what that toy is. Like, it's that good.
10: Uh, um,
0: and, and I guess for whatever reason, I guess, you know, Steve Sansweet's covered in toys and he hadn't actually gotten around to play with it. So I was like, Oh yeah, check this out. So it's kind of this funny thing of like, yeah, yeah hey, let me show the person who knows more about Star Wars toys, than anybody in the world, something I like about <laughs> Star Wars toys. Um, <laughs> So that's pretty fun.
6: Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Um, and actually, Steve, we did record a little bit of audio right outside. We so, did, that's uh, right, that's yeah, right. Yeah, so why don't we play that for the people? All right, sounds good. Well, Steve, this will be our uh, first recording. We're at the International Collectors something. What's the E stand for, Steve? Event. The International Collectors event in <laughs> Seattle, Washington. We're actually outside. We're near a, like a horse barn at a place called the... Toy Stable the Toy Stable, and it's a really cool Star Wars themed uh, toy store, it's the first place. Uh, I had a very eventful trip coming out here, uh, Matthias
6: and I were talking and we kept on getting lost. Uh, so that of, was the problem when I was trying to guide him from the airport, they were having very serious talks and we would get diverted quite a bit.
0: Yeah, we'd wind <laughs> up start talking about proof cards and all of a sudden, three exits You're, later, yeah.
6: <laughs> uh, it's pretty cool You know Like
0: almost everyone uh, You know Who's at this event Is in this store All kind of looking For the same resources uh, A lot of talk About the Extremely pinheaded headed uh, Brazilian bootlegs. you see these things, Steve? I didn't see those, no. Oh, we got to check out... All right, got to go back. Yeah, Yehuda has one. Uh, Steve Sansweet bought one. Okay. Or as I call him, the other Steve. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. I got some Batman stuff for my kid. What did you get, Steve? Uh, I got
6: a pop-up book that I had as a kid. I got Wait, a... Uh, the Empire pop-up? Yep, the Empire one. Wait, uh, can we play with that once I'm done recording? Absolutely. <laughs> I got a surprise for a later show. Um, and then also... The Star Wars pen.
0: yeah, yeah, pretty sweet. All I got was like a little mug, a little chewy mug, and a <laughs> postcard. But I'm really think it's my it's my son's birthday, so I might have what you might call guilt <laughs> about goofing around in, in Seattle. Um, but yeah, so we'll we'll kind of check in the next event. But I think it's good to have a sort of in situ, you know, talking about stuff. We actually just went to this uh, urinal. Did have you used the urinal over there, the porta potty? The uh, Colonel Urinal. Yeah, it's a Max Affordable Portables. The (laughs) Colonel of the Urinal, urinal, (laughs) which uh, in that pulley Up, uh, Washington, which I have to say is my favorite thing I've seen in Washington. It's right up there with Mount Rainier. Did you see that mountain?
6: Dude, it's it looks like a matte painting. (laughs) It's weird.
0: It's like Mount Fuji or something. It's crazy. Anyways, it turns out there's mountains in Washington. All right, so we're either gonna go uh, do uh, like go some dinner, ride some horses, or potentially buy methamphetamines. I don't know what you do in this area, but uh, I think one of those three things is in order. Hey, Steve. I think you're on track. All right, <laughs> all right I- I'm pretty sure all we talked about was the porta potty, but. Uh, I think so. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, I talked about the Batman toys I got for Django, because that was actually my son's birthday.
7: Yeah, that day, that's right.
0: And it's actually funny, because we mentioned Joker Savage last episode, and he texted me, or emailed me, Uh, oh, I owe him an email back, hey, if I haven't emailed you back yet, I did get your email, um... And he said, "Oh, I couldn't go because it was my son's birthday." It's like, oh, <laughs> oh no! Oh, but I, no. I, I did take him bowling like the week before with like five yeah. of his friends, like by myself, and yeah, uh, I'm a good dad, you know. It's just badly timed. Um, so yeah, so then instead of going to the next lunch and anyway, going to the next toy store, we decided to follow you. So you were in the car with Derek and Brock and yep. uh, Steve and Bob. and Bob. Yep, and. uh Tacoma is that right?
6: Yeah, Tacoma. Yeah, that's that's where we headed. Um, there was apparently a crazy arcade which we sadly missed, um, but uh, we needed some kind of sustenance and we needed to assess Ron's condition, so we started to head back. <laughs>
0: yeah, so it turns out that Tacoma is a hill,
6: and Steve yes. Steve looked
0: on Google Maps <laughs> and found this restaurant. And he's uh, like, <laughs> we should park at the bottom of the hill and walk to the top. I think that was. <laughs> well, his.
6: see that there is an explanation. Originally, we had parked right near the arcade. Oh, and uh, okay. the restaurant I looked up, I thought was much closer than it was. <laughs> okay, but
0: it was actually way, way far
6: away. It, it was up like a San Francisco style hill.
0: Yep. Oh. And so we walked up, and uh, Bob was nice enough to take Ron back. Once again, Matthias and I could have done the right thing, and we didn't. <sighs> Anyways, uh, and we had this, like, really good sandwich and, you know, pretty good beer and it was a nice kind of time. We missed the store, but I mean, that's what's nice. It was just like any other convention where it's like... You have to miss something in order yeah. to really appreciate it, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can't do everything. Um, and then there was that a party that night, Steve.
6: That's right. And that was at the that was the lake, right? Or no. Yeah,
0: yeah it was on the lake. It was at the I believe the Stewart's is the name of the of the folks. Yeah, that's right. And I was kind of like uncomfortable sort of at <laughs> first because it was really? like well, I didn't quite like it was it felt more sarlacky like cuz basically there's two groups. There was like People who were uh, invited by the organizers, and then people who were invited because they were part of the Seattle Club. Right.
7: Right. So
0: obviously, a lot of the Seattle Club are people that I know as well. You know, like yeah. we to talked to them later in the episode, um, and as we will say later, we were on their podcast.
11: Yep, that's um, right.
0: But then a lot of them are just you know collector club people, and obviously they're nice people, but I don't, I didn't know them, so I felt a little yeah. bit like a little bit, a little bit uncomfortable. Um, and also that their house is really cool, but like, it wasn't like child safe. So it had (laughs) like a lot of like steep drops and I always felt like I was going to like fall into the lake. Um, (laughs) that could have been because of the punch, Uh, but, uh, but it was cool though, because you know, it was a very beautiful house. It was right on the lake, a really nice collection room. Um, interestingly enough, they had a Chewbacca bop bag that was just sitting out.
2: Yeah.
6: Nice. Like, like. Ready to use bot bag? Yeah, ready to use. Like awesome. uninflated. But out. I must oh man, I missed that.
0: Yeah, it was a really nice collection room. And I actually had a nice chance, um so the other person who was there who i never had a chance to talk to was Pete Velmer. Yeah um, who's, you know, beyond writing the co writing the poster book, which is one of my favorite books. Um, he just his blog posts on StarWorks.com on collecting were always just great. I mean, just yeah. top-notch stuff. And I, I've always liked his writing. So that was really cool to be able to talk to him. And he was really into the bot bag art too. And so we were kind of sitting there talking about that. And uh, that, that was nice for a reason that I will get into later. Because the <laughs> Chewbacca bot bag actually makes a return appearance uh, in this podcast. Um, but then they just did these crazy things, Steve.
6: Yes, it, it became almost... Uh cult-like all of a sudden wouldn't you say
0: yeah so they had this bonfire and they had the idea of having a paper mache vader to burn on the bonfire
6: yeah and and the funniest thing is when i first got to the house i like i walked downstairs i I wanted to check out the lake and in the pool room downstairs i saw this giant paper mache vader sitting in the chair i'm like that's kind of weird and uh, a couple hours later when they said they were going to be doing something, I came back through and it was gone. And I, that was when the, the light bulb went on. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's what's going to happen.
0: <laughs> and so this thing is pretty cool. But they didn't tell the people who were standing right next to the dock that on the dock there were fireworks.
10: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so
0: it was this really cool thing like, wow, that's cool, the fireworks. But my initial reaction was, holy, I'm get- <laughs> yeah. like I thought I was going to get set on fire. Um, <laughs> But uh, that, that was pretty cool, too. No, uh, we were was. actually, I mean, it was, I, I got to be honest with you. That was awesome.
6: Like, yeah. I just, no, I, mean, I, 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 I know we're like supposed to be too cool. And the, and the starry sky and all yeah. that. It was, I mean, that was, they really had the right spot to do it. Yeah, it really did feel
0: like that moment. Yeah. Um, and then it was cool too because I haven't really had a chance to talk much to, to Arnie um, of Arnie and Marjorie from, from the Swan podcast. Um, and it was actually really fun because I got to have uh, sort of an argument about the merits of episode two uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and the difference between knowledge and wisdom. And it got a, Unfortunately, I like got a zinger in there and I feel like I kind of degraded
6: the quality of the debate. Oh. oh, see, I, I i didn't hear the whole thing. I happened to walk up just as people were starting to make s'mores, and I saw you talking, like, and then I heard the thing about knowledge and wisdom, and I knew <laughs> exactly what you were talking
0: about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But anyways, I, I was making the pro-Lucas argument, and he was right. making the anti-Lucas argument. Yeah, um, yep. Yeah. Which, uh, <laughs> anyways, but that was really fun. Hopefully, actually, we, we'd continue that, because I, I had a lot of fun discussing yeah. that. Although, when I high-fived uh, somebody <laughs> after the <laughs> singer, I think maybe he thought I was not oh, uh, being Oh, man, I did respectful. see you
6: high-five someone. I didn't realize that was when it was. I, I saw you high-five somebody. I don't know. Actually. Yeah, I, I
0: said it? something like, you know... Uh, i would th- i would like to think you're right but you're not or something like that or the only problem is you're wrong there's something kind of like oh, okay i didn't mean right. it to be like that but it can't kind of turned yeah. out that way and, uh, i yeah. got gotcha. you all right yeah <laughs> so that was the, that was the first night uh no the second night. second second night yeah uh then the third day there was supposed to be a kessel run which was you right. just went to all these collectors places yeah and i didn't go
6: steve did you I did. Yeah, we we it's it was impossible to see. I think there were about a dozen collections that were just. It's the craziest thing. These you know really welcoming people, just having people stop by their house all day um, to check out their collections. And I think our group made it to about five of them, um, and just we were running out of time. There's just no way to see everybody. But uh, it's just crazy to me to, to think there were that many in such a sh- like a small geographical area for one. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, it, was, it was a total blast. I mean, the, the highlights, I mean, the first one we saw, it was a gentleman who had uh, a really neat, like, aerospace collection. Uh, he was building a plane in his garage, for one. Uh, and upstairs, he had all these amazing, like, NASA memorabilia and, and, like, models that designers would actually use to send rockets into space. And it was beautifully displayed. Um, and we also saw the Millennium Falcon collection, which was insane for you, you would never think there's that many falcons out there but there are oh i wish i'd seen that man yeah it was that and and more um I'm trying to think what else we want to say amy's
0: yeah so so he built a plane in his garage steve i've had i've had the light bulb in my garage out for over a month <laughs> whenever i go in there at night i have to turn on my iphone to like walk around <laughs> and see anyways
7: <laughs> yeah. you know I'm do to do
0: after this podcast i'm gonna go change that light bulb you can, you can check in on me later. <laughs>
6: um, oh, so, so then you went to Amy. Well, actually, I Amy's- think
0: Amy's going to be on the podcast later.
6: Oh, good. Okay, yeah, that's right. We did. I think we did talk to her. Um, yeah, so sure, her her handmade craft stuff is just insane. Um, and uh, God, I think we went to Kurt Hanks. Uh, that was our last stop. Was Kurt Hanks, um, and uh, just another impressive vintage slash modern, anything you can think of, collection. Um, I mean, it just, you ran out of time. There was no way to see everything. Um, but no, it's, it was really cool of them to, to just open their stuff up for, for people they'd never met before. Um, awesome. Yeah, it well, was great. Well, I didn't do that because...
0: You had a reason. I yeah. had a reason. So, Matthias... Um, boy, I'm going to be putting that drop in a lot. Which, yeah. by, which, by the way, I mean, the whole time we were there almost any time he would say Matthias. someone would go, ah, ha ha ha. <laughs> and at one point, Matthias had a little too, way too much, lots of drink. And he was just sitting in the back of the car, just going,
1: ah, because
0: he couldn't quite, <laughs> he couldn't quite articulate it. It's pretty funny. Um, so uh, once again, Steve, that is our lasting contribution to humanity.
6: Yeah, <laughs> uh, if,
8: if anything, <laughs>
6: that's it.
0: If anything, that's it. Um, but he, so, um, uh, Vic and Lisa are these two very famous collectors who also live in Seattle. Right. Um, And they're famous for having a beautiful collection, which we'll talk about, an amazing collection, but also having a lot of stuff that they don't showcase. Yeah. So it's been well known that they have a gigantic drawer filled with nothing but proofs and chromolins.
6: Just insanity.
0: I mean, filled. And so Matthias asked if he could come photograph all of those proofs. We're talking hundreds, hundreds, hundreds of proofs. Yeah. And so I was like, I'll come. How can I help? Can I carry a camera? Can I balance your f-stop? I mean, what can I possibly do? (laughs) So he invited me out to do that. So it took us about four hours, and we'll talk about the rest of the collection later. Um, And we we just sat there, and I organized them by movie. I mean, Steve, it was just like... That's nerd. Gotta it was be- like nerd no. heaven. Cause I was like, ah. okay, here's all the three people proofs. Here's all the beta proofs. Here's all the Chewbacca <laughs> proofs. Okay. So we are on the ESP. Okay. Here's all the best. Program proofs. Oh, okay, man. Uh, and like, it- yeah, uh, go ahead. so that, that was, that was worth the trip. I mean, seeing you and being, you know, together with all my great friends and everything, that's fine. But getting to see this and getting to like confirm some things that we didn't know if they existed. Right. Right. And, and just, it was just so awesome. I mean, it, it wasn't quite like an archaeological dig because, you know, it was just opening up a drawer. Um, but it yeah. did kind of have <laughs> that feel. Um, but what was even more fun about that was that we were there with Ron. And at some point, Steve, we're going to have a mega episode, um, I think, about 2D versus 3D. Ooh. So people who, who, you know, collect more of the, the figural prototypes versus those right. who collect the paper prototypes. Yeah. Because to Ron, all of the proof stuff is just kind of boring and who cares and Dime a Dozen. So it was kind of funny to have him there kind of laughing and smiling at us (laughs) while we were sitting there just like, oh, my raven, it's 79 back. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I mean, literally, Steve, uh, I've been working on a thesis like uh, based on this, based on uh, predilections. And uh, it's going to be good when we finally talk about it.
7: Yeah.
0: Um, Anyway, so that's what I did. And we'll get back to Vic and Lisa's. But that night, uh, we actually got to go to the Boba Cabana. That's right. The, uh, the home of the emperor of the podcast. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so we got to go to Gus's house and this was like, it's really cool because I remember, you know, I think I started collecting vintage very seriously about a decade ago. Yeah. And obviously my first stop was the archive. And I remember clicking on the pictures of the Boba Cabana and just thinking like, that would be so cool. If someday I would ever get to go there just even for five minutes. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I didn't just get to go there. Like, we got to, like, party there, you know? Yeah, it was a party at the Boba Cabana, yeah. And uh, it's... It, I mean, it literally is impossible to say how impressive of a collection it, it is. Yeah. It's, it's weird because he's hes moved into props, and so I knew mm-hmm. that he had a lot of props. I didn't know that he had, oh, my God, that's a lot of props, props. Yeah, you know he's famous for having the Death Star, but he's had that for over a decade, right? Right,
6: right. right. It's still still insane to see when you open the door. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It is pretty special.
0: Um, But then the other things, I guess some of the things he wants to keep secret, others he doesn't. The one that he did say is okay to talk about. I mean, you know, he has Luke Skywalker's belt.
3: Yeah, I mean, get
0: out of here! It's like I don't even really care about props. But that made me care about props because I was like, okay, that's cool.
6: The fact that it it makes you care, I mean, it it shows how much it means. It's just insane.
0: But anyways, this is not the prop cast. Um, Right. (laughs) Although to tell you the truth, I actually actually would listen to that. I got to say, because listening to Gus talk to me about like screen matching and all that stuff, that was pretty fun. Oh God,
6: it's like, it's a whole other world. Yeah, it's it's
0: a very dangerous world that a uh, fourth year professor cannot afford to
6: step into. (laughs) Yeah, that is true.
0: But uh, man, so... I mean, I suppose most of you have seen things from the collection. Um, What's so cool about it is, you know, there's the prototype room. Right. Which is amazing. Yep. And there's the prop room. And there's, to be honest, Steve, the cereal room is one of my favorites.
6: Oh, it's, you you instantly want breakfast when you walk in there.
0: (laughs) You instantly want breakfast. And, like, Gus has always been teased for how much he loves the cereal stuff. But it's clear. I mean, this is, there is no more you know, definitive Star Wars serial collection that could even be imagined, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's, it's really cool. And then just everywhere, everywhere you go, there's the cast and crew room. There's the vintage carded room, which for most people would be, oh, that's right. That would just be
6: their whole collection, you know? Yeah. That's one thing. That's one thought I had because they had put an expansion in their house to to house and display more stuff. And one of the craziest things to me is that he, you know, he's taking a tour through and I happen to be in the room when he, when he came in, it's like, this is this one room represents the entire u s Kenner run of, of everything, and it 's yeah. all in one room all together, and it 's just one room of, of many so it's it was just crazy to, to think about it in, in that kind of way yeah um, and I mean, I'm sure I'm forgetting stuff, and we'll probably talk about it
0: uh, as time goes on. yeah, um, the cool thing was we got to see a ton of nuggets I mean oh my God, in I person? think we saw almost every nugget on the whole dang archive <laughs> in space <this, like, laughs> I think. In I spent so. like about 10 hours. I saw every nugget. Yeah. And <laughs> most of the unloved items.
6: Right, right. Um, That's the greatest thing about it. Is we really did get to see everything in person.
0: Um, now, what I'm, we have. I actually recorded like maybe 15 different segments there. Yeah. Um, we're going to make a lot of references to where we're recording, but only <laughs> yes. because it was so funny. So let this be oh. the first one. Okay. So there's hundreds. Of Star- over 150 Star Wars fans, I think, crawling over Gus's house like a bunch of greedy ants, okay? Yep. And they're all sitting there and they're staring at, you know, the complete collection of unproduced uh, 12-inch toys and, you know, uh, the sculpt for Chewbacca, the original <laughs> figure. Um, uh, and then Gus's wife has the Stitch collection from Lilo and Stitch. With like, the capital... Tea. With a capital, you know, whatever yeah. Gus has in Star Wars, she has the equivalent for Stitch. So, first of all, there was one room that we weren't even really allowed to see that was just filled with stitches. And then there was two other rooms filled with gorilla racks, piled <laughs> to ce- like floor to ceiling with stitches. Yep. And so I first went in there to record thinking, oh, well, no one wants – I mean, no offense, Pam, but no one's going to – like, spend a lot of time staring at, at plush stitches when, you know, there's a complete set of, uh, incomplete, you know, uh, unproduced droids and Ewoks prototypes in the next room. But then it had the added effect of being completely padded. Yes. So, so I think, Steve, it's the best place we've ever recorded.
6: <laughs> oh, no, it was the most quiet, dead still, it, it was, it felt like one of those little recording booths. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm thinking in the future, if we really hit it big, we should actually,
0: like, get (laughs) ourselves two different studios and just fill them top to bottom with Stitch Stitch toys. Yep, yep. So anyway, so why don't we uh, start with you and I having a little chat? Okay. All right, so I'm running out of battery here, Steve but uh, I found the one place you can record in the Boba Cabana.
6: It's a different kind of recording studio. You have, you have the uh, insulation, but it's actually Lilo and Stitch
0: insulation. Yeah, we're in the uh, Lilo and Stitch room, not too many Star Wars collectors here. So, Steve, what's been
6: your, your highlight of the Boba Cabana? Well, the, uh, the artwork for the B-Wing Pilot coin is sitting upstairs, and that was something I was not expecting to see. So I think I'm still kind of recovering. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd have to say it was the uh, the
0: Jippor snippet from episode one.
6: Oh my God! The <laughs> scene, the fact that I'm saying, "Oh my God!" It's just re- it's revealing that I really know what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: no, I, 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 you know what it is actually. Well, we'll show this. It's this cool thing, where it was for Wonder Bread. Oh and, yeah, yeah, and it was like an interior promotion for Wonder Bread, saying like this: the galaxy's best profits are with Wonder Bread and Star Wars. And uh, like as far as vintage memorabilia, just saying right there, it's all about profit. Yep. Who doesn't need it? All right. Well, awesome. I think we're going out of batteries. We're going to talk more, a lot more, hopefully the next couple days. But uh, there's way, way too many stitches
6: around here. <laughs> See, I'm thinking, like, what if these all came to life and killed us all?
0: <laughs> It'd be a good death. <laughs>
10: all
0: right. So that was us so I guess that was weird hearing us in the past <laughs> a little bit <laughs> a little bit and uh, actually though Steve you and I were not the first people to record there no um, that's even true. though this is an unlikely episode a very strange episode there is a haiku but it was not a skyku
8: um,
0: apparently uh, Ann Jenkins uh, wife of Super Collector Duncan Jenkins um, who I think we have to expand the Trinity because we need to fit him somewhere in there, he, he doesn't belong. The patron uh, like saint that. of unloved items. I mean,
6: maybe, yeah. No, man, is but, that quite dignified
0: there's... enough? But I think he might appreciate it. I don't know. Uh, he listens to the show. He he could say what he thinks about being the, the patron saint of unloved items. Um, we do like oh hey, uh, if anyone wants to do like a like a stained glass image of like <laughs> uh, Duncan like holding what's like the most unloved thing.
6: Oh man, I think we gotta go with the speed boat or uh
1: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <I don't know.
0: laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Like like a oh, that'd be great. <sighs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, that I think that's a pretty hard thing. Anyway, so she came up with a haiku for Lando. So how about we have a listen to that? Yeah, let's hear it. Okay, so would you please say who you are for the podcast listeners?
3: I'm Ann Jenkins.
0: And, and we're here in the middle of the Bobo Cabana. We're actually with all the stitches. We don't know which one is a valuable one or not, but they're all pretty cool. And she came up and told me that she wrote her own Lando haiku. And she's just told it to me, and it, it, and it is exquisite. So here's Ann Jenkins' Lando haiku.
3: Lando, friend or foe, ever-changing as a cape blowing in the wind.
0: There you go. You see, she was afraid if it doesn't have the background sound, it won't be good. But I'll put on the little Japanese katana thing going on or whatever you call that flute and then I'll have it. Thank you so much, Anne. You're welcome. All right, All right, All right so see, see Now, for the next, for the next couple of, uh, interviews, basically, basically what, we what we did is, is we just continue, continue to ask, that question, ask that question, what's your, what's your favorite, favorite thing, thing here?
6: Or, um, um, yeah, it it may
0: be... Was it a was good, it a good question? question?
6: I mean, it's it's the easiest question to ask. It's the toughest one to answer, I think. So it's... Uh, it's it's a good question because there's got to be something, right? It's just yeah, it takes yeah. a lot of thought to, to really pin it down, I think.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think I we're going to listen to – I I don't, even, I don't even think I, think I have a
6: full, full list, list here of all of them. All <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. going to introduce them all as you, as you hear them. them. So, so um, um, we'll,
0: kind we'll, we'll kind of go, go for, for, a for a bunch here, here and, then we'll and then we'll take a little break before we actually hear something different. All right, so we're here with uh, Isaac Liu uh, now. I think this is this your first time talking on the podcast, Isaac?
4: I believe it is. I recorded something at Celebration Europe with Chris, but I'm not sure if that ever made it onto oh, that, the podcast. That, that's
0: going to be in this month's episode. Okay, is so you be on it
4: twice. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, you'll nice. be on twice. Nice.
0: It's very exciting. Not
4: bad. So, so what's your it's your favorite item from the Boba Cabana? Wow, um, it's hard to say. There's so many incredible things. I think some of the props are just. Uh, amazing i don't know i've always liked grand moff tarkin's pants for some reason because yep, it's f- it's was...
0: fun saying tarkin yes, pants yes you it, know it, yeah it's
4: it, it's nice to say oh look i have that guy's pants from the movie you know <laughs> yeah. it's the you know and it's very recognizable so I, that's one of my top favorite things but everything here is pretty uh pretty amazing yeah awesome well we're just we're trying to
0: get as many voices as we can here in the stitch recording studios awesome well we'll hear from you later as well
7: absolutely <laughs> all right
0: now, now, Jared, uh, we're here with Jared, and uh, it's pretty exciting because he, he earlier today was trying to imply that I look down on Ewok stuff. And, Jared, I put the dang Princess Kenisa on the new intro just for you. Now, do you understand that I love Ewoks and I accept them? Um, it's pronounced Nisa, but, um, <laughs> no, I do understand. I was just giving you a hard time, Sky, that's all. So so what, in the whole Boa Cabana, what have you seen that's just been your absolute takeaway item, the thing you just can't believe and just love more than anything?
8: Um, the Power of the
6: Force to Stormtrooper. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> probably
8: the A-Wing Fighter artwork. Oh, yeah, that's it's, beautiful. It's like
6: three feet by three feet it's huge it's absolutely huge you wouldn't i don't even understand why it's so big yeah Yeah, when i walked in i thought it was like five times larger than it was supposed to be (laughs) yeah
0: yeah it's a great piece and another question we have is you're wearing your wampa 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 shirt which you you say came before the kivecast which i believe what is the story of the wampa wampa wampa
6: shirt
8: okay well the kivecast technically uh did exist because I made this for Celebration 5,
6: so that statement was incorrect. Okay. So you got me. I'm sorry. Uh, but no, uh, I just remember the part in the ad when the kid is, the Wampa's running away, and going,
7: Wampa, 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 Wampa.
6: <laughs> so I did the triple Wampa, so this is kind of the Wampa running in fear. Right. Yeah, so.
0: All right, we'll, we'll have to get a picture of that for the show, but thanks for, uh, for coming by, and I guess we'll have to, what should we do for him to Photoshop? Have you ever made him Photoshop himself? Can we Photoshop Jared as Stitch? We'll talk about we'll talk about that
8: we'll we'll be one. We'll talk that. about <laughs> that one. All
3: right,
7: thanks,
8: guys.
6: Yeah, thanks okay. for coming on, Jared.
0: Okay, so uh, Bob Steffi, uh, power droid collector, uh, I guess extraordinaire, uh, also the nicest guy. So, so, anyways, he had a he had a funny reaction to what would you say when? What's your thoughts of the Boba Cabana? What did you say, Bob? It makes me
6: sad because it is just so incredible. I feel like all, I've just done it all wrong. I should just <laughs> sell everything and get out and just walk away. <laughs> That's, that's my reaction. It's, right. it's amazing.
1: Now,
0: now, do you have one favorite item from the uh, Boba Cabana?
6: There's so many. Um, I mean, obviously, the, 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 par- the Power Droid 4-Up stuff is really cool. But there's, I mean, it's just, you just walk around the corner, and there's just something just sitting in there. You know, wa- every corner, you walk around, there's something just amazing that you didn't even know, maybe you didn't know existed, and it's just sitting there like it's nothing. Yep. And it's something that probably costs more than, you know, everything that I own.
0: Well, do you want to know what's my favorite thing in the Boba Cabana, Bob?
6: Yes, I do. You. Thank you so
0: much, Bob. We'll we'll see you next time. See you, Bob. Now, this next one uh, gets kind of special because um, there's a whole bunch of people talking. Uh, It starts with Jeff Carell. Um, I think it goes to um, like maybe Brian. No, it goes to to Brad Portnoy. It goes to Bill Cable. I think that's when Amy shows up. And then Pete Delmar shows up. And then Duncan's there. And so it wound up to where we then moved into this room, which is like the sort of assorted room. Yeah. Where was like these different food premiums, and there was this beautiful uh, Oral-B Jedi Master's display, and just, you know, a full, like, ass- like, sort of, like display and assorted stuff. And when I talked yeah, previously yeah. about my favorite thing, being the Wonder Bread uh, Galaxy <laughs> of Prophets, that was in this room. Yep. And so what's cool was to be in this room... And I was with the exact right people, because yeah. uh, Pete Domer collects a lot of really cool, kind of obscure stuff, and has really wide right knowledge, and Duncan, obviously, the patron saint of Unloved Items,
11: to just hang around next to them and say,
0: oh, look at that. You know what I mean? Because like, <laughs> I don't really know. You know, like, I can, I can watch baseball, but if you watch baseball with a professional pitcher, he'll be able to be like, oh, man, ah, he's, he's tipping this, it's going to be a 12-6 curveball, whatever it is, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, the level of detail, this is the right person to be with. So um, it kind of uh, morphs into a conversation about Harper's Dog Chow Premiums and skinless Frankfurters. Uh, <laughs>
11: Which again there are so many highlights of the weekend, but definitely
0: learning about skinless Frankfurter premiums uh, from Pete and Duncan was that was a real lesson in how to love the unloved. So while we may not have the unloved drop, uh, please consider this to be that section. Alright, so we're here with uh, with Jeff Carell, who suggests that we take all of the stitches, throw them on the floor, and jump in a pile. Do you really think we should do that,
2: Jeff? We probably shouldn't do that, but it would be fun if we did. So it was would... tempting.
0: I think that we could, with all the stitches, we could fill an entire room just entirely with stitches and just not be able to be breathe. like a
2: big ball pit. I mean, they have round <laughs> heads, so. Hey, 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 Of which, there's one on your head. A little dusty, a little dusty.
0: <laughs> so uh, this is your first time on the show, is that correct, Jeff?
2: This is my first time, yes.
0: Uh, and this is despite the fact that we were roommates and despite the fact that you won the C-3PO seating competition.
2: Absolutely. And designed books and medallions and star tots and all that kind of stuff. Okay,
0: so, um, that was, th- to be honest, it was all Steve, he just, he, he has a personal problem with you, Steve, isn't
6: that true? <laughs> yep, I, I can't stand Jeff. Yep.
0: Yeah, this is actually awkward, I and mean, we're kind of in, in between here. <laughs> but, uh, so did you have any la- lasting effects from winning the C-3PO competition?
2: Uh, you know, I, uh, decided that was my dinner that night, <laughs> so, um, it was actually really close, I, I think Brad was right behind me on that, but,
4: uh, yeah, uh, he was, but uh you... it's,
2: it's something, a title I'm proud to say that, uh, I can hold, so.
0: Yeah, we're coming up with new stuff for the Celebration Seven Party. But so we got we got us the sort of the, the question of the day. What what do you think? What's your favorite item in the Boba Cabana?
2: I knew that was going to be the question, and that's a hard question to answer. It is um, probably going to be up there in that prototype room, and I will say the I'm going to say the Amanaman Man sculpt. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. So that's, I guess we'll be able to, like, sort of show pictures as we do this. It's going to be really hard
2: to edit. But anyways, yeah, so there's the original sculpt. What, what is it exactly? Yeah, the original sculpture for the uh, Man-A-Man uh, figure, Kenner figure. Yeah, that, that's a pretty
0: sweet one. Oh, Steve's not, Steve's, like, just vigorously saying, no, 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 no. Dude, stop <laughs> swearing. Okay, all right. all right now well you guys can can hug and make up so um jeff we'll have to have you on again sometime in a real interview fashion some kind of round table thing Sure. Um, yeah
2: that'd be great
0: yeah and you don't have to almost kill yourself to do it i don't know okay (laughs) are are, are you guys good i think we're all right right
2: Uh, we can shake hands we can be friends
0: and they're shaking hands (laughs) that (laughs) was a wimpy shake
2: yeah
11: what can i say and it
0: starts again (laughs) <laughs> all right, thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. No, we're here with the, with the Huda Kleinman, and he's actually another very nice guy in the hobby. Uh, it's lies, all lies. No, it's, it's not lies, because, you know, I packed and I got ready to go to this whole, uh, this whole thing of five-day packing, and I had my little suitcase, and I was all set. Uh, and then I, I looked down, and I realized that I didn't pack any socks. Stupidity. So, I, I'm wearing Yehuda's very fancy dress socks. Tell the I, truth, uh, Sky, you have my underwear too. <laughs> I, I do. I, that's strictly for comfort. But uh, yeah, so we, we really want to thank him for that. But we're asking him the question of the Boba Cabana because it's the easiest question I could think of. What is your favorite item in the Boba Cabana?
1: Sky, it is you. You are my favorite <laughs> item in the Boba Cabana. My favorite item here... Oh, my God. So, first of all, coming here is like like dying and going to heaven. Um, I don't know. It's, it's a freaking hard question, It Spy. is a hard
0: question. You can just answer it, though.
1: Um, the beer? <laughs> um, let me think. Uh, all right, so... In the room where the prototypes are, there's a concept model for an R2-D2 which actually beeps, like the Power of the Force uh, figures that did that later... And what's nice about that is this was the first idea of going to the next step in action figure collecting. And this is a figure that would have beeped and would have started to talk. And uh, the concept came out in 1985, which was way ahead of anything else, and it was never produced. So I stole it, and it's in my pocket. (laughs) But just don't tell Gus. (laughs) All right. Well, good answer for not having an answer.
0: All right, cool. And hey... yeah. we're also here with with uh, with Brad, who had a very exciting moment today with a uh, with the Chewbacca prop. What, what was that, Brad?
6: I believe it was one of the uh, Super Live Adventure masks from Japan that was uh, used in in Disneyland in Japan. Uh, I was able to put that on and
3: uh, wear it and pretend that I was Chewbacca, even though I'm about five foot six, not seven foot nine.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was it was very cool. I, I was a little bit intimidated to ask the prop guy to wear it, uh, and, you know, you have to be brave and, and, and daring, and so Brad was able to do that. I, I felt a little bit too too shy. But uh, as, as one Chewbacca collector to another, I think I might know the answer to this question, but you never know. But what's, uh, what's your fa- We're talking with Brad Portnoy, and uh, did I ever say that, Steve?
6: You can say it again. Yeah, you can talk, too. You don't have to be silent. <laughs> I'm just the microphone Phone
0: holder guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, so Steve's, like, holding the microphone up to our faces, but, you know, he can talk, too, you know. <laughs> You know, like six out of ten, you know, uh, listeners prefer you to me. Um, the other three are lying.
6: See, it just makes it better for me. I'm just a premium.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. So so, what's
6: your favorite item in the Bobo Cabana? Um, there are plenty of Chewbacca items that would uh, be considered my favorite. Uh, but surprisingly, I'd have to say, uh, when you first walk in the door, you see the actual Death Star, um, the full-sized prop that, is just unbelievable it's a key piece i think it's iconic it's just beautiful and uh i think that has to be
0: my favorite piece in the collection all right i was actually going to go with the banana banana cereal uh which is uh just wicked it's from apparently from south africa and it's got the chewbacca Endor image and i believe brad you can help me out with this is there any other licensed chewbacca memorabilia that is permitted to have any allusions to anything like simian, like monkeys or gorillas or apes. I can't think of anything. So having a banana cereal with Chewbacca seems to me to be rare. What do you think, as a fellow Chewbacca collector?
6: I think it's a perfect match. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, people think of him as a giant man ape, but
1: it's okay. He uh, he holds his own. Yeah, he's a monkey, bear, dog. He's you know, not. See, he's not an ape. Who likes bananas? And that's where the whole confusion stands. <laughs> Anyways, alright,
0: thank you so much Brad, thank you Yehuda, we'll get some more people in this amazingly hot and filled with Stitch room.
5: My pleasure.
6: It's the right place to record. (laughs) Alright, so we're back in the uh, Stitch Studio A with uh, Bill Cable, C-3PO
7: collector and enthusiast. Uh, Bill, what would be your top Boba Cabana item? Uh, For my focus collection it would be the uh, Droid's 3PO Paint Master. With the swatches so, what, that, what is a what is a paint master and what is swatches <laughs> paint master is a figure that the uh, workers at Kenner painted certain colors to be used to tell all the factories you have to make the figures these colors so they have the swatches so they have it's like the the proof sheet of the color palette for the uh, the figures themselves
0: and they and then Gus has that four C three PO in this building right here.
7: Yes, he does. Yes, he does.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Steve, you're the I'm you're not the not one who's not. going to talk to Bill, yeah. right? Because <laughs> <laughs> Steve hasn't I'm been not, talking. I'm
6: not the, the best interviewer. I I got to admit, <laughs> I'll interject anything here and there, but it's more than it's, it's sky territory.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, cool. Well, it's been. Uh, It's been cool talking to Bill then. See, that's what what you can say.
6: (laughs) See, this will be the interview that tanked all
7: because of my, my misdirection.
6: (laughs) Nothing, nothing to do with Bill.
7: Questions to to (laughs) expand upon my,
0: uh... but but I will say as far as uh, like uh, bootleg fan made shirts, Bill, that's one of my favorites. It's, it's C-3PO playing the role of a young Jody Foster in the Coppertone commercial, having his bathing suit taken down by uh, R2-D2. That, that is quite nice.
7: Yeah, it, it was a gift by Mark Salati. So, uh, <laughs> this this is his humor, not mine. It's it's <laughs> the most horrible T-shirt I've ever owned.
6: Meanwhile, the stitches are collapsing. <laughs> yeah, yeah a of, we got to get Bill out of here before
7: we all Jeez, die. There's an albino stitch.
6: There what is, is an know? albino there's stitch. There are a lot of stitches. Uh, all right, Thanks, thanks Bill. Yep.
0: Okay, so we're now here. This is Steve. I think we're having a record number of non-male people talking on the podcast. This is like two. <laughs> it's a start. <laughs> it's it's a start. So um, we're here with Amy. Is it, is it pronounced Schoborg or Schoborg or Schoborg. Schuberg. And uh, so um, let's see. We got this. Like, what do you call it?
3: It's um like a handcrafted Star Wars pin. Been, I started doing them about a year ago at yeah. Celebration. So it's, it's a
0: handcrafted pin, we'll take a picture of it. Hopefully you'll be able to see how I've tried to cover up my Izod crocodile
6: with it. And I thought that's what you were trying to go for with that.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I, I wear a lot of Izod being a French professor, but this is just, if it was up to me, this would be on all my shirts. So it's just, there's a lot of great fan-made stuff all over here, and this is just uh, some of the cutest and, and such clearly hard work. But this has actually all been stalling, so Amy can answer the question, what is the one item in, Bo- in the Bobo Cabana that she thinks is just the coolest thing?
3: I'm still thinking, I'm I kind of visually going through each room in my head yeah, and I still <laughs> see the food room has the R2-D2 soda dispenser from Japan, which is not that rare, but I do want that. And then the other room, there's this, um, Brazil Ewoks VHS tote and I want that. And then in the cast and crew room, there's several items that I would love to have, um, Mainly like patches and glassware and stuff from the the ranch, right. but I would exchange that for the trip to the ranch. So I'd be cool with that. <laughs> and then um, in the house, well, you know the Death Star is pretty cool.
0: Well, cool. Well, we'll, we'll have to try and pick. I think well, what's I think the best answer is probably the the forty five tote or the,
6: the 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 VHS tote. The VHS. Like, yeah, T- I think that that's I think that's the most unique. Therefore, it wins. <laughs> <Yep. laughs>
0: Woo! <Woo-hoo! laughs> so there's your answer, Amy. Thank you for thanks, uh, thank you for Good. coming and talking to us and thanks for the pin. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt your drama. So, this is very exciting. We have uh, Pete Vilmer here, uh, Star Wars author, collector, and all around uh, smart, nice guy. Right, Pete? Is that how you describe yourself? That is exactly how I describe myself, thank you. (laughs) And we're here in the Stitch Studios, and uh, I've had a lot of fun actually. (laughs) walking around because, you know, you go to Gus's rooms and stuff, and the best thing to do is to go into a room with someone who knows way more than you do and see what they find interesting. Because that's like, so we were in this room with all these, like, food premiums and stuff, and I was there with Pete, and I just kind of looked back, like, yeah, that's cool. And then i wait for him to point something like, oh, that's got to be something really cool. So anyways, so what, what Pete, would you say is the, sort of the one item you would say is your, your sort of grail from the
4: Boba Cabana? Okay. Well, my favorite item uh, is a prop. And it was a prop that I had no idea uh, had survived the original uh, uh, shoot. It's the A New Hope Luke Utility Belt from the Tatooine.
0: Yeah,
4: Uh, Incredible that it has survived. The reason I like it, I have a personal connection to it, because when I was eight, stars had come out... um, Halloween, I was going to be Luke Skywalker. I had the, I was in karate at the time, so I had the gi. I just needed the <laughs> utility belt. So I had to, you know, examine, uh, scrutinize any images I could of Luke's utility belt to create for my Halloween costume. So, it, you know, in studying the very uh, fine details of the, the the pouches and the various parts of the of the, of the uh, belt, I that's just why I've got a personal connection to it.
0: No, that's, that's an awesome answer. I was hoping that your answer was going to be those skinless hot dogs. Could you describe what those are too? Because that was the thing where we were in the room and you were like, this is great. There's some kind of skinless <laughs> hot dog premium. Can you describe that in a way that won't get me arrested in three
4: states? Sure. Okay, so in Britain there was, uh, I'm not, uh, they're kind of sausage hot dogs and there were some Letra Sets rub down transfer uh, premiums associated with them. Uh, it had never been, nobody had ever found the actual promotional material for this campaign, and uh, it came up in auction a couple, maybe two, three years ago. Gus actually outbid me on the piece. It's, it's extremely unusual, and... It's probably my second favorite piece.
0: Okay. <laughs> so you know, if you had to just take one item, be the the utility belt, and then the hot dog piece. We're we'll gonna take a picture so that we can have that on the enhanced version. So, you know, so we'll have to have you on again, uh, talk about posters and stuff like that. But thanks for coming on. Pete. Yeah. Thanks, okay. Pete. Anytime. All right. Cool. <laughs> Alright, so this is kind of a special moment. We've moved out of the Stitch studio, and we're now in sort of the food premium area, where we've been talking about the skinless sausages uh, with Pete, and Duncan Jenkins, of course, a uh, uh, long-time co-author with... Gus on a whole bunch of great books, which you can all buy through completuspublishing dot com. Stupidity
5: publications, completuspublications dot com. Very good.
0: Okay, because I've called you like completionarist a couple times today. It's been <laughs> it's been pretty bad. So uh, you know we're we're looking at Harper's Dog Chow. Uh,
5: is this a full set of Harper's Dog Chow premiums? I believe he's missing one of them. There's a set of 12, and it's uh, just actually impossible. There's uh, Steve, obviously, Steve Sansweet has a full set, um, but that was actually due to the generosity of Gus because uh, when Gus bought this set, uh, he knew that Steve just was missing the one, and actually the two of them worked together so that Steve could get the finishing one for his set, and then uh, he could get these. Uh, So I believe he's only missing one. And what is a Harper's Dog Chow? (laughs) Was from Australia, and dog chow I think is self-explanatory. So it is here in the food room, even though it's uh, not for human consumption usually. Uh, but uh, I guess if you're a big Star Wars collector and wanted to get all the stickers, you might help uh, Fido eat a few if he wasn't eating fast enough. But uh, they were in these really big bags of uh, dog chow in uh, for Return of the Jedi, and like I said, there was a set of twelve. So you really had to have some obese dogs in order to get a full set. <laughs> Now I I sort of
0: I just came up with this theory right now, right? So dog chow that's owned by Ralston Purina, Purina, yes, correct. So then Harpers must also be owned by Ralston Purina,
5: or uh, not always. Um, There was a similar deal with Burger King in Australia, where. they had the same name, but it was a different company, and so they changed their name, um, I believe. I can't remember what they changed their name to, but uh, the big uh, fast food place in Australia right now is uh, actually owned by Burger King, but they have a different name.
0: Because huh. Huh. I was thinking, you know how Leia Haas has the little Purina logo? So, right, uh, right, right, right. I was wondering if there was some kind of link there because also, if you watch Alien, you see the Purina logo also. Like, what was going on in the 70s where we all thought that the future would be filled with Purina logos? Right, and General
5: Riken, he <laughs> yeah. also, yeah. Uh-huh. He did, yeah.
0: I mean, that's not a question to ask Duncan Jenkins in the middle of Gus Lopez's food premium room, but it has to be said. I mean, <laughs> it has to be said. Ah, oh, wow. Awesome. Is there anything else in here that you think our audience needs to know? Because this is a room filled with things our audience needs to know about.
5: Oh, yeah. There's a, a, a lot of just fantastic pieces in here. I don't even know where to begin there. I just love all the food premiums, so I could uh, could go on and on about any of those. But uh, I don't know if we have enough time for that. So maybe another episode?
0: All right, another episode. That sounds good. All right, hopefully we'll catch you later in the Stitch Room to ask you the, the stock question of the night. But uh, thanks, Duncan. Uh, and Pete, too, for... Uh... Yeah, bringing up the sausages. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so
4: the, the sticker he's
0: missing is. No, wait. Wait, 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 wait! Now one second. Now the second I hit stop, all of a sudden everyone starts saying the ones that he's missing. Okay, so so Gus has Salacious Grum, Han Solo, uh, Princess Leia trying to get uh, C-3PO to shut up, which is a great shot. Uh, Wicket, Luke, uh, pointing Vader. Looks like some kind of Endor scene. Uh, Vader and Luke fighting. Job of the Hut and a Gamorrean guard, but he's missing two. So what two is he missing? Who who knows in the audience here?
4: I only know one. One is uh, B wing. I think it's kind of inspired by Macquarie. I'm not sure of the. The, other the exploding star destroyer. Yeah, yeah, story- the exploding star destroyer. Yeah, the exploding
5: star destroyer. Uh, but I don't remember what the other one is. But I do believe if you buy our book and look inside, <laughs> it, it will tell you. Yes, that's right. Completist <laughs> Publishing.
8: Publications.
0: God. Stupidity, stupidity, stupidity. Steve! <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Right. There we go.
1: Edit <laughs> after <that's a> costume. <laughs> oh, it's funny. It's um, not quite a story? TV dinner?
12: Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Huh. It's extraordinary. Safari supper. Yeah. Safari nice. supper. Kay. All right. So I think we'll just uh, finish out with a couple more commentary. I think we got uh, Ron
0: in there, uh, where he at some point poses with an inappropriate stitch.
7: Um, it <laughs> turns right. out there is like a, a leather daddy stitch uh,
0: and like a, a bong happy stitch, um, which
7: uh, it's funny because
0: I think Pam thought I was asking her to humor her, but I really was asking her. And in between going, basically going to the two of the most impressive Star Wars collection I've ever seen within 24 hours. I was really happy to see something that wasn't Star Wars in like that,
6: know, it was needed to, to cleanse the palate, like I said.
0: Yeah. Um, which is actually funny, because in between the Boba Cabana and Vic and Lisa's when I first went, I made a stop. I said, I need to cleanse my palate. And uh, we took Matthias to, uh, to Arby's
6: Oh, man. See, <laughs> yeah. there was something. You had mentioned something about Arby's. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, bad- he'd he never
0: been to Arby's, so we like, taught him how to like order the sandwich and eat it. <laughs> and uh, we don't really do commercials on the show, but
6: Arby's gets a bad rap, man. That's actually not like a bad sandwich. I totally i am totally on board with you, man. I, I mean, I think it was the Simpsons joke. You know, I'm so hungry I would eat at Arby's.
0: I think that's what he said. <laughs> uh, you know.
3: I'm so hungry I could eat at Arby's.
6: Oh, oh my God! God. Oh, so it's <laughs> really let's go by the Simpsons joke.
3: It's
0: really
11: not that
6: bad. Oh no, there's nothing wrong with Arby's, the so, uh-huh. right? No. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's our that's our commercial. Um, it was <laughs> actually <laughs> funny because I was thinking of also naming this show "So It's Come to This," a podcast
0: clip show. Um, <laughs> the, the first clip show the Simpsons released was called "So uh, It's Come to This."
6: Um, I remember that. Uh-huh. <laughs> but this uh-huh. is a different kind
0: of clip show because it's all new stuff.
7: Yeah.
6: So yeah, let's uh, let's have a listen to
0: uh, to the rest of our uh, our fellow collectors wax on about the amazing Boba Cabana. Right. So uh, we've actually been photographed and filmed uh, by Brian Stillman, who's still hard at work uh, making Plastic Galaxy. And uh, he's going to tell us his favorite item. He's actually looking on his cell phone right now to try and find the answer.
13: He's, he's very technologically minded. There are so many things here. I need, like, my own notes to remember what I actually liked, like, just what I've seen. Just to process it, I have to, like, outsource my brain to my phone in order to remember it all and to, like, get through it. So External hard drive. It is. It, it, absolutely. Absolutely. Um... I feel like saying the Death Star, is it should be, like, kind of... It's like a bell curve, like, you have to cut off the Death Star to even bring anything else into the, like, running. So, besides the Death Star, because it's the Death Star... Let's just... Let's... One more time. The Death Star. The single most significant symbol of the entire franchise. So, besides that... Um... I really like, um... Okay, yeah, the, uh, Luke's, Luke's belt, like Pete said, is (laughs) awesome because it's Luke. And when I was a kid, I was like, Luke's the best. And I remember taking, like, one of my dad's belts and putting that on, like, hanging random pouches, like, my mom's, like, smaller purses and whatever random (laughs) stuff I could find. I would hang (laughs) off it. Um, but I also really like the original art for the back of the 12 back card where it's the, the, uh, particularly the lightsaber drawing because I really love the whole Kenner lightsaber thing, like, as weird, like, sort of dorky as it is, just this little thing that comes out of someone's arm, um, I think it's awesome, and it's the painting of the double-telescoping lightsaber, so everything about it's really cool, and it gets to, like, sort of another, it's an attempt by Kenner to capture another important symbol of Star Wars, the lightsaber, like, that's the thing every kid walks away remembering, and this was their attempt to do something anything with it so that and then that painting is like the, the ground zero of it you know what I mean like it, yeah. it's the pure, so I really love that um, yeah that's that's
0: good we'll, yeah we'll, we'll probably cut out the first two because someone else has said that but we love Absolutely. we love your lightsaber idea yep.
3: right
0: um, no it's, it's the genesis tell, right yeah then, I think we have to tell people from
6: now on no no deaths are no belts yeah no, because hey, we've hit like two or three
13: on each of those so far, yeah. so it's understandable. Including
0: me, so yeah, it's about bad
13: The problem is you can't name just one. I mean, I said that, and in my head I'm already going, oh, and also this, and also this, and also this, but I know you're asking a lot of people, so I don't want to like say, and also those, because then other people will be like, oh, well, that was already said already. So my favorite that.
1: thing is the Halloween stitch. Nobody mentions <laughs> the Halloween stitch. Oh, well, we're, we're, we're going
0: to get Pam in here to talk about her favorite stitch. That's yeah, the, I think
1: that's, that's, the that's the important. Um, yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, so we're here with Tom, Any. Fancy pronunciation, your last name Burgess. Burgess, not like Burgess or no. Nothing. It's it's the uh, Americanized Burgess. Burgess, and so uh, also you're you've uh, you're a podcaster as well, and uh, so you want to promote your podcast and our podcast.
12: Well, let me go with uh, I grew up Star Wars dot com. Right, okay. episode four, I was on your uh, your podcast. That's Still where... remember it? That but... was yeah. It's crazy that how long was, ago that was. That yeah. was before you, Steve. So. Well, was no,
0: it? No, it, it, was, uh, it was before Steve was, was on interviews at all. Yeah. So I interviewed okay. you by myself, right. and then Steve talked about it later. But still, he still doesn't like to do interviews. See, he's not
6: no. Doing anything. Why not? <laughs> oh, and so anyway,
12: uh, I turned into Chris Farley on that SNL sketch, <laughs> that's why. Yeah, all right. <laughs> nice. And uh, uh, I'm also on uh, Galaxy of Toys podcast. Yeah, and, and that's, let's see, so who's the, uh, it's you and three others, right? Right, uh, Ryan Beasy, J- uh Jason Luttrell, and Chris B. Yeah, so cool. So if you want to listen to another podcast, they do a lot of vintage stuff, Steve. Uh, Not apparently- so much. We don't want to step on anybody's toes, so we, uh, we're, it's mostly modern stuff. So. Oh, go ahead and step on our toes.
6: There's no <laughs> such
0: thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I think, yeah. But I mean, I mean, uh, you know, I, I heard you're going to be coming out with a 12-inch uh, Kenner thing featuring uh, Gus soon? Y-
12: yeah, yeah. It's, Is that it's, supposed to be secret? No, no, no. It's uh, <laughs> it's dropping uh, in about a couple days. So I think we're going Monday or Tuesday. So that's right. going to be kind of fun. Cool. It's going to take me weeks to edit this. So anyway,
0: so so go and check it out. <laughs> and uh, yeah, because it's... Uh, it's cool, yeah. I listened in the first couple ones. I've been a little bit behind. But, uh... Cool.
12: Was there a question that we wanted to ask about the...
0: There is, but, you know, we're just talking. Okay. <laughs> we're just so, so what,
12: I, I got time. No so what no. is your... I mean, you're local here, so you've probably been yes. here a lot. What is your favorite item in the Boba Cabana? The, my favorite item, the prototype 12-inchers uh, are really cool. Yeah. But I would have to say walking into the new room, just seeing all of the carded, all the carded figures is just amazing. So, I would probably have to go with the carded the carded figures.
6: I was thinking about it. You you walk in there, it takes it does take a whole room to have the whole vintage US set in what it's it's a room.
12: It's <laughs> a complete collection in a room, which is fantastic. Yeah, it's it's incredible. So,
8: yeah,
0: when I walked in there, I thought it's kind of unfair. It's like you got props, you got pre-production, you got unproduced, and then you got the whole, you know, the whole Just a whole room of just, ah, yeah, the whole production American set. So, yeah, that's that's pretty sweet.
12: Then, what you know now, I remember actually, I'm pretty sure that Gus got a lot of them in a particular antique shop in early 90s maybe late 80s there was an antique shop actually in uh, Pioneer Square. I don't know if you guys got down there. No. Oh so anyway uh, there were boxes and boxes and boxes of these figures at an antique shop and they were in abundance back then it seems like. So it was was an amazing weird time and I'm sure that's where a lot of these carded figures kind of ended up in the Seattle area.
6: Yeah, he was saying that he got them locally, and I didn't, I didn't get the full story, but that's. There you go.
12: Yeah, I would think that maybe a few of those were probably ones that I was flipping through when I was uh, <laughs> kind of a, my pr- post teen years, so yeah. Uh, after amazing. growing
0: up Star Wars, but before talking about growing up Star Wars, that was where you there was that throw in
12: between time. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> Sky. That's, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. A little bit of story time
0: added in there. Teak Carbon. All right, cool. so uh,
12: why don't you give out the name of your site again and the podcast?: I grew up Starwars.com, and uh, if you guys have time, check out Galaxy of Toys podcast All right, thanks, Tom. Thanks, guys. All right, See thanks. You. All right, so I'm here with, uh, with Stephen Brahe Danley <laughs>
0: and, uh, and, and his, his lady friend.: his
10: lady
6: friend.
0: Not my lady friend, right?
6: What? How <laughs> <he, the>, <laughs> not your lady friend? My,
0: explain. I don't know what he's talking about. I am so <laughs> sorry, Tessa. I don't. This is terrible. No, it's, it's a Big Lebowski line. Oh. Because he he refers to Maude. Uh, the guy says, "Union you lady friend." She's not my lady uh, friend, man. She's not my special lady. She's my lady friend. I'm just helping her conceive, man. Spilling a beverage. I see.
3: Yeah, I remember that. I remember.
0: So so. Anyways, this is a pretty exciting moment. She's—is uh, this your first official Star Wars event you've attended?
3: It is. It is my very first. Is
0: it your last?
3: <laughs> it's not my last. I, uh, I don't think it's my last. Right.
0: Well, it's, it's, it's very very brave of you because not, not everyone shows up. But you know, I, I don't know what you know of all this, and you're not allowed to say Steve. But what is your favorite thing that you've seen in in the Boba Cabana?
3: My favorite thing is there are some yearbooks in the basement, hidden away, but it's very young George Lucas, young Carrie Fisher, there's a Harrison Ford, who's very, he looks very young, obviously, those yeah. are my favorite.
0: Yeah, awesome, obviously you're, you're into dating high school age uh, <laughs> guys, so it's... Uh, it's my thing. Yeah, yeah, rocking the cradle of Steve, you know. <laughs> I see. She actually listens to the show, and she, she told me that she likes it when <laughs> I make fun of Steve. So we can expect more of that. That's so. true. All right, Steve, have I have I embarrassed her enough? No.
6: Have I embarrassed? No. <laughs> no. Uh, but, yeah, we're good.
0: <laughs> All right. Cool. Yeah. Th- uh, thank you, uh, Tessa, the lady friend.
11: Thank you. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Thanks, man.
11: I'm a brother, Seamus.
1: Brother, Seamus. Like an
4: Irish monk? What are you talking about? My name is Dafino. I'm a private snoop like you, man. What? A dick, man. Now, let me tell you something. I dig your work. Playing one side against the other in bed with everybody. Fabulous stuff, man. I'm not... It,
1: man, just stay away from my lady friend. Hey, hey, I'm not messing with your special lady. She's not my special lady. She's my lady friend. I'm just helping her conceive, man. Uh, hey, man, I'm not. Who are you th- working for?
4: Lebowski, uh, Jackie Treehorn, the Knutsons. The who? Who, who are the are the Knutsons? The, the Knutsons. Uh, it's a wandering daughter job. Bonnie Lebowski, man. Her real name is Fawn Knutson. Her parents want her back. See? And stay away
1: from my special, from my lady friend, man. So, I think this
0: is the third or fourth time we've had uh, Derek, Uncle Gundy Ho, on the show. Uh, how are you doing today, Derek? Doing good? I'm doing good. Doing good. Very happy to be here. So, what... Well, well, you sound like a politician.
8: Very happy to be here.
0: <laughs> so, so, what is your favorite item in, in the Boba Cabana? Oh, man. I... I... I
6: there's so many Star Wars stuff here But I think that the thing that I, I covered most here I was just starting to, speaking to Bob is actually the balls action figures Oh, those are so sweet Oh man, I, I, I didn't know he had them Some of the other stuff, I mean, he's, he's publicized before I've, I've seen it somewhere online or during the panels at Celebration But it was an amazing, uh, it was a pleasant surprise To see that uh, four figures uh, displayed in his place
0: yeah, those are so great because that's, like, the first time they ever made fun of Star Wars toys and merchandising. And Oh, man, that's a great answer, Derek. And, and it would be a perfect crossover of everything I like, uh, movie props, action figures, toys, and Star Wars related. You, it's okay, I can edit that out. <laughs> All right, Jack, I better stop you before you keep swearing. Okay. And plus, I don't know where Steve went.
10: Okay, bye-bye.
0: We are here with the Holy Ghost, Ron Salvatore. How are you doing, Ron? I'm surrounded by stitches. Yes, surrounded by stitches. Actually, God is right outside the door right here, giving his tour of his heavenly kingdom. Uh, uh, I'm really wondering with this, Steve. What, what do you think of that? Let's just go with it. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> just, I, I don't know how Stitch would fit into this whole pantheon, But yeah, we've been uh, having a good time. We, what we've been doing, Ron, is been inviting people in here, and then they've been saying, what's their favorite item in the Boba Cabana? What would you say, Ron? is your favorite item in the Boba cabana. His mouth is open,
8: he's thinking. His eyes are widening. He's <laughs> he's making out with the stitch. Ron, get away, get <laughs> away. Uh, my favorite item in the boba cabana. This is you needed to give me some preparation for this because I don't know what to say. That's what everyone says, so it's alright. Um they have a whole anime thing. I can't say Stitch. <laughs> I really like Stitch. You know, yeah, I mean, I'm looking for this particular Stitch for a while. The, the, the Japanese schoolgirl Stitch. The Japanese schoolgirl Stitch is pretty fly. It is actually. Um, aside from that, I think we take a picture of you with it. I don't know. To um, ask I don't know if this is really my favorite item, but uh, the one that springs to mind off the top of my head is the uh, the Leia Bespin doll, which isn't one of a kind or anything, but I just always really like that doll and. Admired it once again in Gus's collection up there, and um, <laughs> oh, Pam, can, can well, we take I'm a picture the, of Ron with the Japanese schoolgirl right stitch? And um, <laughs> oh, and aside from the hey, Japanese schoolgirl stitch, the Leia Bespin unproduced doll is probably my favorite, <laughs> but this is my other favorite. Yeah, I mean, he's got his
0: feminine side, you know, That's his awesome. masculine side. <laughs> And CJ, we can have you in here as well, you know. This is our recording studio. This is Stitch Recording Studio A. Are you
2: recording? Yeah. Yeah,
0: because, you see, the sound gets deadened by all the plush. You walk in here. you
8: recording for the, uh, for the, <laughs> the podcast. podcast. Yeah, oh. The stupidest thing ever. What are you talking about?
0: Uh, what is your favorite item in the Boba Cabana besides Schoolgirl Stitch?
8: Because I already picked that.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> ah.
8: Is there another one that's sort of just as effeminate? Because yeah. well, I'll perfect. pick that one. <laughs>
0: Well, Pam has been telling us about there's like a Ganja Man stitch. There's uh, boy, another one that she was describing as being a particular... She's, oh, boy, we got her looking in the archives now.
8: <laughs> so what, what is your I f- mean, all the stitches are awesome. It should be noted that this is not the only stitch room. This is only one of two. Yeah, the- Studio A, we got Studio <laughs> B down the hall. <laughs> That's where we recorded Be My Baby, or Be My Stitch. I just, <laughs> I, it's, I just can't believe there are this <laughs> many different there stitches. You go. Wow, stitch here.
3: and Angel is stitching his girlfriend.
8: Oh my goodness! So this is
0: Pot Leaf Stitch. So there's an actual. Are these all licensed?
3: These are, look, this is it's amazing
8: how many stitches there are. Oh wow!
3: Lilo and Stitch tag that's got the hologram on it with mouse ears. This there you is, go, dude. This is licensed. It's been
8: okay. okay. It's been <laughs> accepted in Seattle and, and stitched them. Yeah, wow! Seattle this stitch. is my favorite Stitch now. <laughs> that was the question, CJ. The question was, "What's well, your one. favorite?" He here, even here. looks stone. He's like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, let's get a picture of that. Of, uh, here we go. Hold up the stone stitch. with <laughs> Pam in the back. All right. How did I get
8: roped into this again? I don't know how this happened. <laughs> how can you not? Okay, okay. I gotta go, because I was looking for my people. We gotta go, because we gotta go whale watching tomorrow. All right. All right. Have fun. Safe travels, right. right. CJ. With the rest of the podcast. <laughs> don't get strapped to the whale by a harpoon. <laughs> I'll do my best. Don't go Ahab no. out there.
0: All right. Well, thanks, Ron, and Pam, and <laughs> CJ. <laughs> Stephen, Steven, I said this uh, would just take us half an hour to record. <laughs> it's going on to 45 minutes, and so we're not even halfway through.
6: Oh, no, we're, we're doing all right.
0: All right are you right. okay? Do you, you have a hot date tonight? <laughs> Grocery store. <laughs> Grocery store, okay. You go to Alps no. or Alps? It depends. Uh, usually... Bonds, I guess.
6: It's the closest.
0: See, when I lived in L.A., I could only go to Ralph's because of Big Lebowski. Like, I had to... Oh,
6: yeah. No, that... that I, un- I totally understand that. <laughs> that had
0: such a strong pull on me. I absolutely yeah. had to go to Ralph's. <laughs> is there a,
7: a Ralph's around here?
0: Um, speaking of <laughs> advertising... Uh,
6: um, so, sponsorship. This is great.
0: Yeah, yeah, no kidding, Hey, eh? um, So then the next day, we got to go to a town... Um, what was the name of that town again?
6: North Bend, Washington. Oh, right. Not to be not to be confused with North Bend, Oregon. North right. Bend, Washington.
0: Right. So, um, uh, your your lady friend. Okay, so she's from North Bend, Oregon.
7: Oregon. Yep, that's right.
0: She's from North Bend, Oregon.
6: Gone, again, gone. Who knows? Which is it? I actually don't know. I, I go by Oregon, so does she. So okay. I, I'm trusting that. Well, then I will go by Oregonians.
0: Um, <laughs> but yes, yeah, so this was North Bend, Seattle which was where they had the return of the jedi filming. Right. But I didn't know it was also where they filmed Twin Peaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I to tell you the truth, like I was so overwhelmed. That whole like just the fact that I got to order cherry pie and coffee at Agent Cooper's uh diner was just unbelievable. You know, it was like a yeah, total was surprise.
6: Very, total surreal morning, I have to say. Because if I had to choose, you know, honestly, if I had to choose between,
0: you know, going to a concert I really liked and going to the Twin Peaks diner, it would be a toss-up. Like, I love visiting locations of places that mean something to me. Like, that's my favorite way to travel. It's my favorite way to do anything. Because it it takes you to places that you wouldn't normally go. You know, like, when you travel normally, like, everything gets centralized. Like, oh, we have to go to the science museum. We have to go to the art museum. So, like, you spend your time, like, in Chicago traveling to a gigantic building where art from France and Egypt is shoved in, and you sit there with a bunch of other tourists. But right. like, if you were looking for the location of, you know, uh, uh, Jake Elwood's uh, apartment in Blues Brothers, I mean, you'd yeah. see some, like, real Chicago. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you'd yeah, traveling, yeah. and you'd have that link, so that's my favorite way of tourism, is, uh, is movie location tourism. Yeah, it's, it's the way to go. Um, which is also, by the way, a very good way to see L.A., Because LA is a terrible place to visit It's a great place to live Oh But there's nothing
6: (laughs) to do Like, oh, look at the ground Oh, look at the hill You know And Um, then you have to drive, you know, 45 minutes To to get two miles away But (laughs) if
0: you want to go see Nancy's house From uh, Nightmare on Elm Street That's easy It's right there, you know Um, Anyways You know, Steve, I said it wasn't going to be all about us But look at me spouting off (laughs) It's all right. We, get, we got enough content to balance. I think we we're, do. We're we do. Um, so, anyway, so that was a special treat. Although, I will say the coffee was actually not damn fine. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I think the pie came from the store. But, you know, they don't have to make it good because they, they have a reputation. No, no. It's, it's the, uh, the vibe you get, not, not right. necessarily the, the product itself. <laughs> and another highlight was uh, they got to make the marquee. Yes. So yes. it said on the side. Speaking of movies, I love Puppet Show and Max Rebo Band, <laughs> and uh, I, I am a fanatical Spinal Tap fan as well. Oh man, we just um,
6: watched that like a week ago. <laughs> it's oh, like, it was perfect.
0: Yeah, it, yeah, it's that's one of my goals. I have one of the three signatures uh, on my DVD of Spinal Tap yeah I have them sign it with a black marker on the black part so uh, <laughs> all I gotta do is track down uh, uh, everyone who's not Derek Smalls but um <laughs> yeah so that was really cool and that was kind of a fun nod and it turns yeah. out it was Gus's idea so I was able to say like, whose idea was that and he was happy I pointed that out yeah so they had free popcorn yep uh, and soda which yep again I love free popcorn and soda that was very worth it yes See, this is weird, isn't it?
6: Going through all this—it's—it's it's good in a way because I—I'm like—I feel like I'm coming to terms with it almost. <laughs> yeah, I also feel bad because
0: we had so much fun, and if you didn't go. Yeah, well, should we put like a disclaimer, like if you don't like feeling like you didn't have fun, don't listen. Nah, we know that. Yeah, nah, no, no, no. it's—it's all good. It's—it yeah. is what it is. Okay, see, so that's as close as I'm going to get to saying that I go too far in this episode. So. <laughs> Um but yeah, and so there they were and they were going to show Return of the Jedi. Um right. someone actually uh I, I found a shower curtain. <laughs> um <laughs> on the the ground while I was taking a walk, and so I was starting to do the Star Wars Kid a lot. Oh, okay. Um, See, I was
6: wondering where that came from. I I ran into that in a different occurrence in the uh, hotel hallway, which...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, there may be a video released of me doing the Star Wars Kid. I was hoping to get everybody to do it, but no one else wanted to do it, so it just left me. Um, But I suggest try doing it, because it's really fun to try to imitate someone imitating something. (laughs) <laughs> um but anyway so someone was trying to get me to go up on the stage
6: and do it but I wouldn't um but instead what did we see steve well we saw a a rough cut of Brian Stillman's Plastic Galaxy which was awesome i mean it's it got me so excited to just for the movie in general and then it just it felt the exact right time to, to see it to be honest yeah i mean what are the, it was I mean, the right the it was right like, audience in the room to to see it
0: yeah total surprise right i wasn't expecting yeah. that no no yeah, and he just and you know, it was great and obviously I felt bad for him because he clearly you know, when you're so close to a project it's so nerve wracking showing it before you feel it's done. Even if you yeah. do feel it's done, it's nerve wracking. Sure. No, ab- um,
7: absolutely.
0: So uh but he handled it really well and it went really well and it was great and I think it's uh, I think it's gonna be a really great movie. So um I mean I don't wanna talk about it too much because it was sort of a sneak peek. Right. Or right. peak sneak. Um but I can say that what we saw was great, and we're going to see more, and it's—I think it's going to be great. Yeah. Um, and then we got to watch *Return of the Jedi*.
6: Yeah. No, and it's funny. Like I—I I had seen *Return of the Jedi* on the big screen only once before the special editions, which I—I I count myself as lucky for that. Back in Santa Barbara, they would show the original trilogy maybe once a year at the Arlington Theater. Oh, and, really? Uh, when I was, yeah no, it, maybe maybe it was every couple of years. But. Life isn't good enough. We <laughs> also gotta watch the original trilogy But that, that was, yeah, no, that was when I was like It must have been like 1993 was the last time I saw that movie In its original form on the big screen So I felt like I was going back to that, that was, It was incredible
2: Wow, yeah
0: it, I mean, uh I, I'm a big Lucas Defender <laughs> But When you watch the original cut of Return of the Jedi <laughs> it is a an enormously better movie like it is a significantly better movie than the movie that you can watch now
3: yeah like nah. it's
0: not it 's not like a, uh, dips and dabs here and there, and even like watching the laser discs, which i 've done like it doesn 't quite have that same feeling you know right, um, right i've never been like, Come on man, give me back my childhood um but come on, man, give me back my
8: childhood. That, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: right. It was also seeing it in the theater and, and you know, yeah. the, the warmth of the of the film. Um, but that was – I was surprised how much I enjoyed watching that movie again. Um,
8: yeah.
0: And, uh, yeah, was, I, just,
6: I just leaned over at the end. It was just like,
0: this is a great movie. <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> it really is a great
2: movie. It yeah, was
6: what Flash. was like, – Go ahead. I was, like, what was funny to me is, like, Every other screening of a Star Wars movie I've been to, there's been like a really rowdy audience, and the fact that it was so quiet in there almost—it was weird to process. like I know people are really into this, but it's not like it's not the same thing as you would see in a. It's just different. It, it was strange to me how quiet it was in there. Yeah,
0: I was so afraid that people were going to be like doing lots of like laughing and like saying along with the lines and right, lighting up right. the lightsabers and trying to have it be like. You know, like it was at celebration, you know yeah when yeah. i I watched the all six movies or whatever, I watched a couple of them at celebration mm-hmm. th- three four four celebration okay. four, yeah um when you went to the Dodgers game, oh that's what you were doing, yeah okay, yes, I was doing um. I chose poorly. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was just so cool to not have anyone, like, snarkily. I mean, there's a little bit of snarky laughs when, a little you know. Bit. when little When yep. Yub Nub came up instead of the other one. Um, but, yeah, that was just great. And just to get free popcorn bags and just... We haven't even talked about all the
6: giveaways, which are just no,
0: ridiculous. God. Know, Steve, how much time do we have to actually talk about all these giveaways?
6: <laughs> yeah. I have a feeling that, that it may have been well-covered. <laughs> In, uh, in other podcasts, yeah. I'm just going to say oh, I hope they did cause- <laughs> Yeah,
0: because we're not going to talk about the giveaways We're just going to talk about <laughs> the experience
1: yeah.
0: um, uh, But if you really want to know Just send us an email Catcast at gmail.com
1: yeah.
0: Um, But yeah, so that was That was just really cool um, It wasn't cooler than watching Revenge of the Sith In the same movie theater as Mark Hamill Ahmed Best and Dave Winfield Huh. Um,
1: but Dave was-
0: Winfield? <laughs> yes, Dave Winfield was there
6: What? <laughs> I don't know why, but that's <laughs> See, that's- Winfield puts it over the top yeah, it, like, eh, But then you said Dave Winfield I'm like, yeah. alright, okay Yeah,
0: I mean, watching Luke be born in the presence of Luke That was definitely cool Because my wife was pregnant with our first son at the same time So it's Had starting it's to get spending.
7: transcendental,
6: man
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah But having uh, having uh, John Ratzenberger and Dave Winfield <laughs> in-, in there as well Was, was pretty sweet Oh yeah, I oh, was speaking of which, um, the Red Sox have won the series, the season series against the Yankees. So, oh my God! If you have uh, an, an advice for what to name Brock's team next year, please let us know. Kivecast uh, at gmail dot com. I'm not gonna uh, be too mean, but I'm um, just trying to think.
8: Oh man. Um,
0: <laughs> so yeah, um, so that that was a chance to see the movie, and then just right up the street, we got to go to Vic and Lisa's. Uh, I think they call it the Death Star Theater Collection.
7: Right.
6: Oh my goodness. I mean, that's that's like the the throw in the towel yeah. <laughs> kind of a experience. Yeah.
0: It, it. I mean, I, I've definitely. Nev- I don't think I've ever been in a
6: nicer house. Yeah. I mean, I would define it as a, a Star Wars compound if if anything else. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, we actually have to go quickly
0: through all the amazing things.
6: Yes. Yeah. It's so, like we have to go through the theater, which
0: has, like, the like the doors that go, you know? Yep, yep. Which, if you don't understand what I mean, suck it, because I think it's clear. Um, <laughs> and, like, you know, five points around, whatever it is, and just totally comfortable seats, and just...
6: And then, like, designed by Doug Chang, right? I think, I, from what I understood, he was... No. Yeah.
0: That's why those drawings yeah. were up there?
4: I-, I believe so. Oh, man, yeah. that's
6: awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: there was that, and then actually, we do have to spend a little more time in the pinball room, Steve. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay, so they have every, as far as I can tell, every Star Wars pinball machine ever made.
6: I, I, I mean, that was more pinball machines related to Star Wars than I'd ever seen, so... Yeah,
0: I mean, to the point <laughs> where people didn't actually know what some of them were. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm talking about, like, you know, people who know about Star Wars toys, not people who don't know if we're talking about the Rebel Commando or Rebel Commander or next episode. Uh, <laughs> no, wait, Rebel Soldier. Which one is it, Steve? Soldier. Soldier, okay. Re- 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 Rebel War Rock Soldier. Um, <laughs> yeah, and and so they had these pinball machines, but they had them all on free play.
6: Yeah,
10: yeah, so I'm a
0: huge pinball fan. So that would have been a- enough for me just to go there and be able to play the Data East Star Wars that, pinball. Oh, game.
6: That was my favorite pinball machine of all time. Okay. Even though I was terrible when I when I played you head to head. Yeah, well, I, I,
0: I mean, everybody who came up against me was decimated. But that's okay. Steve. Okay. All right. All right. That, so I feel a little bit better. <laughs> that was one of my passions at one point. Was pinball. <clears throat> I am, of course, a man of many passions. um yeah, so that that was uh, that was just an amazing chance, and they had all these. Uh, they had like the the rare Australian Empire Strikes Back one that people had never seen. Um, they had, and I'll, we'll show pictures from. Should we do like a whole special on pinball machines at some point? Man, I
6: think we have enough content to do it now.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think we I mean like we should do it some other time, right? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean we, yeah, we
6: can preface it here.
0: We'll, we'll tease it. We're going to have yeah. a whole pinball discussion based on what we saw there. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Tesla's day was made. Why was that,
6: Steve? Oh, that's... They had the one of the original TARDIS machines from Doctor Who just sitting in the arcade. Yeah. And uh, it, it's funny. I mean, that that was one thing. But then when you open it up, it's full of Doctor Who toys, which it just... Yeah. No, that... that, that That pretty much sealed the trip for her, I think.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that that was a definite bonus. And I've told a few of my students, because uh, students are big fans of... uh, A lot of female students are huge Doctor Who fans. Mm -hmm. And so, like, actually one of them was wearing a Dalek shirt today. I'm like, you know what I saw? I saw a real (laughs) Dalek. Um, So, yeah, and that's without going into their collection room, which... um, So let's see. Of all of the, all of the items. Let's see. They had the the art for Boba Fett from the holiday special that we featured.
7: Yep.
6: They um, yeah, had many many nuggets from the
0: archives. Yeah. Ma- yeah there. Many nuggets. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. a lot of blueprints, a ton of original art, um, a lot of future nuggets. I think that's what it will really be, Steve. Is yep, like, that's true. Yeah. Because they had things there, <clears throat> so they had some early stage art for the bop bag. And that was what yeah. blew my mind, was I had talked to Pete the night before about, hey, I wonder if any original artwork or any pre-production items exist for the bop bags. Yeah. And boom, right there, there it, it was. There it is. Yeah.
6: yeah.
0: Um, so and I don't really fully understand the depth of their 3D collection, just because I don't understand the terminology that well. Um, but you had a lot of people standing over Display cases just for hours.
6: I yeah, I, I I think I went at least three rounds through it uh, just to begin processing it. And I still haven't really. Yeah, uh, and they,
0: and they had their whole own prop room. Um, they had their own storyboards, and there's actually a discovery in the storyboard Oh, game, that's right. That's which right. Was recorded right here. Good. Okay, so we have an amazing discovery here. Uh, well, introduce yourself to what your discovery is.
1: Uh, My name's Bobby Sharp, and I did not discover it, but Yehuda did. Okay, well... We're looking at this Death Tower uh, sketch. Uh, You mean Death Star Tower sketch. That's
0: that's hard to say. Say five
1: times at at home, kids. I don't don't know why you heard something different, because that's exactly (laughs) what I said. But if you look at this Death Star Tower sketch, at the base of the Death Star Tower sketch, say that ten times quicker. There's a horse. There's a horse. (laughs) And a bicycle. <laughs> and there are and a couple, family, a family, and a, dog. and a couple of guys playing baseball and over it, there. And it's called. And it's called C- C- City City.
0: Bobby. Oh my goodness. You are absolutely right. There is a horse. It appears to be Clint Eastwood as the man with no name. Uh, There's a man on a bicycle. It does say Sith City. There's someone lying down on the ground. There's someone peeing. There's someone peeing on it. It's the who. It's the who. Look. There's someone peeing on the wall.
13: No wonder they lost the Lord. (laughs) There's a family with a dog and a child.
0: Unbelievable. And guys playing baseball. And guys playing baseball. And what's the score?
13: sort of a menorah.
1: Yeah, and, <laughs> and they're all dead because. You somehow it. Oh, wow, that I is quite I the find.
8: I've peed on so many things I can't imagine <laughs> I missed it. Yeah. Well, that that's
0: like yeah, that's pretty exciting. Thank you very much, uh, Yehuda, Mr. Sandsweet, and uh, and Mr. Bobby. What are we looking at?
7: can Someone
1: point this out to me, please. Okay. I lose me
0: So there's the story of the "Who's Next" uh, storyboard, <laughs> um, and I mean to be honest, Steve, I I don't know how much more we can talk about it. Was just it was just amazing. I think Kivecast listeners will say, "Oh great, they're talking about how they saw that at Vic and Lisa's again," because they'll just hear it kind of over and over again. Yeah, um, yeah. Especially when we talk about the importance of, of 2d stuff versus 3d stuff because yep. they have a lot of attention another cool thing is they had all the modern stuff
6: so yeah there was the- a whole second floor that was all you know modern prototypes, modern toys yeah, I mean you but just that- any of the gentle giant
0: things that you've ever seen any of the sideshow things you've ever seen where you go a who buys this stuff and yep. b I wonder if that's cool like they had all of it. Yeah. So as much as I wanted to spend hours upon hours uh, staring at the sh- the uncut proof sheet of 12 backs, um, <laughs> I also wanted to sit there staring at the cool, like, sculpture of, like, Ewoks whipping the hell out of a stormtrooper, like, in 3D and, like, had the... <laughs> I mean, just every one of those cool sculptures
2: they had. yep. Um, yep.
0: Which, they are pieces of art. They're maybe not as interesting as collectibles, but they are very interesting as pieces of art. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was, that was the, the sort of last party. Uh, it, it got uh, definitely some folks, <clears throat> probably drank a little, little too much there at the end. <laughs> uh, there was some guy there who, who was serving hot dogs.
6: Yes, I was just going to mention the, the hot dog vendor.
0: Yeah, hot dog vendor, which turns out cream cheese on a hot dog <laughs> is very good.
10: <laughs> kimchi and that sriracha
0: on a hot dog oh man that's good <laughs> um that, that's what i discovered nice so yeah steve and then and then we left
6: yeah that's the thing we 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 were cut out we had to cut out of it a little bit early yeah so what, we'll have to have someone
0: else report about the last day yeah um, but we went to seattle and all you got was this lousy podcast Um, (laughs) That's right. That's it. Uh, (laughs) um, But the cool thing was, we both, it's really expensive to get to the airport. So we wound up uh, splitting a taxi together, um, Steve, Tessa, and I. And it was just kind of cool, sort of, you know, goodbye. Um, And I I think, Steve, that listeners of this show like that we're actually friends.
7: Cause, I hope so because <laughs> I know
0: when I listen to people's podcasts when they're you know more than one people like the idea of them actually hanging out is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do think it's kind of a cool thing of us kind of being at the airport and like you know saying okay catch you later next time. Um, yeah, and yeah. after all of the celebration Europe footage, uh, you will the our sign out will be in line at. Uh, <laughs>
6: Um, Airport security. At
0: airport security, while I'm chugging one of the. (laughs) I was chugging the Ewok root beer, which was given. Another one of the giveaways. Someone made homebrew root beer to give to people. Steve, what is wrong with people in Seattle? Why are they so nice and giving, and why do they have such nice collections?
6: It's it's what is so right about them. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah,
0: I mean, that's what I mean, but I'm from Boston, so I have to say backwards. Well, you know. (laughs)
6: Yeah.
10: Uh. So
0: awesome, Steve. so I think uh, i 'm just going to put a little music sting in between the celebration Europe thing uh, just to uh, cleanse our palate from okay. one set of things to the next um, but uh uh let 's do that. <laughs> Steve, have you heard the footage I'm about to play?
6: Not yet. I am eagerly awaiting. Because uh, what I heard, there was plenty of shenanigans over in Germany. And I haven't heard it either.
0: I, I just oh. checked to make sure that I got it. Um, Chris asked me, Hey, oh, nice guy, How did you listen to that? And I, I was sort of like, no. Um, <laughs> which he was disappointed in. But um, uh, I don't really have any excuse other than I was still trying to get over the fact that I didn't make it out to Celebration, Europe. Yeah. Um, but by all accounts, Seattle was more fun <laughs> than Germany. <laughs> um, so uh, yes, yeah, so I'm very excited to uh, to to listen to this fully, not just check to make sure that we got it, hear what happened. Um, it seems like it went very well. It seems like the, the giveaways... Uh, so the Star Tots turned out really well, and it sounds like everyone has had an awesome time. But don't take my word for it, Steve. Uh, let's listen to Christoph Gullius as he navigates his way through Essen, Germany. Ja. Yeah. Das. Easter Celebration Europe coverage and meet Chris Jogulius and the friendly the Krieg der Stern Archiven Meet Staub Stau. Your Celebration Europe coverage with Chris Jogulius and the Star Wars friends with the vacuum cleaner. Yeah. Alrighty.
9: Okay, this is Chris Short and Matthias Randall. We're here reporting live from Celebration Europe 2 in Essen, Germany. We're at the room sales at the Atlantic Congress Hotel. Better known as the Turkish sauna. It's like very warm in here. It's very warm. It's about quarter to twelve. Room sales started about 45 minutes ago, so we're a little bit late. Um, It was really busy in here. It's really about half full now, but lots of tables. We found this nice open area. Free-standing tables, people have set up. They're on the floor. Um, there's some table, some bigger tables in here. You can see all kinds of stuff. So we'll kind of walk around. This guy we see now is James Gallo. See, so James James has got some uh, AFA carded figures, some droid cells, some German Bespin security
10: guards. It's Palatoy, okay. but good try. Oh, it's Palatoy. It, it's overpriced anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, so
9: going around the corner here to Ross Cuddy. Yeah. Ross Cuddy, Canadian's Finest. Got some uh, Celebration Finest Oh, we see Dave Myatt over here. Dave, we're uh, recording for uh, Sky Payne and the Star Wars Collectors Eye Podcast. That guy, the podcast, and the Grand Poo himself, Gus Lothair, yeah. is here. Hey, Sky, you're missing out. There's like a rocket pet here. There's awesome uh, proof cards, and everyone's topless. But <laughs> <laughs> it's all guys. It's all dudes. <laughs> <laughs> the <It's all dude-less. laughs> <But laughs> topless nonetheless. That's right. Sorry, yelling uh, <laughs> <laughs> out.
13: Cow- yeah. uh, here Hey guys Wampa Wampa! Like they were saying They're talkless But it's all guys With so some giant sausage fest here Bratwurst German fest. sausage fest yeah. A lot of bratwurst in here <laughs> But it's the Rocket Pet room sales Our okay. first Rocket Pet
9: 15 grand Alright Biggest Highest priced item At room sales yet I got an early Oh yeah I got one of those too yeah. We have a uh, Exclusive delivery of the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive The er, Alien Early Bird Package I got a couple myself One for Bruce White A friend of the podcast Shane, Shane, Shane Turgeon We're recording
12: for um, the, um, the Vintage Pod Otherwise known as the Star Wars Collector's Archive Podcast I'm really terrible at talking on camera And in recordings and stuff like that I'm, I yeah. wouldn't, I wouldn't I'm just wampa
9: wampa leave. What do
12: you want me to say? Wampa wampa. Hey Sky,
9: you're missing out Wampa, wampa. eh Sky, you better get over here you hosier because you're missing out on Europe that's alright Shane's too busy now to hang out with the little peeps he's going on oh he's got some kind of bootleg die cast something or other in his hand oh and over here Dave Tree's display he's got his Farthest From series of flocked figures you guys should check it out on farthestfrom.com we got Flocked Baca and Admiral Flocked Bar and, um, and over here you can hear you can hear loud mic
10: all over the convention, as always. He's doing bootleg stuff all over the place. Yeah,
9: he's uh, one of Matthias' countrymen. You can hear him from here. Yeah, so it's hot. Hi. Mike, want to talk to Sky Payne and the Kivecast? Yeah. Uh, Wampa?
10: Wampa something? That's half of it. Wampa, Wampa! <laughs> there you go. It's hot. Yeah. Send, send uh, some warm clothes. <laughs>
9: jacket. Gloves It's high school down here in Germany so, so Mike, for the people who don't know you tell, tell, Why don't you tell them about your Star Wars store uh, Well, actually I, I, I closed it last month Oh, you closed it last month It's close enough It's close up. yeah Well I have to go by the time And, you know, everybody's buying on the internet Yeah So Me too Oh no Even Mike's buying from the internet He shut, his, he shut himself down Yeah well, yeah. he's the guy with the Repro Don't Buy, Don't Sell t shirts. You guys have seen those around with the Vader and the Cross lightsabers. Yeah, very famous designer. Very famous yeah. designer. Yeah, there was a book written about yeah. him, I think. He likes to drink a lot. Yeah, That's oh. In there. Yep. Oh, oh here, another, here, the hoe is here. Another, the hoe, the hoe another
10: is here. friend of the I, podcast. Oh, Womba Womba.
9: Oh, oh. We all love Derek Ho. Hey, we all love I think you just have your own drop now. We You're welcome, it. Sky. We it. it was organic. First, biggest it was organic. Let's say
10: something to Gregory. Yes, Gregory from, from Singapore as well. Hi, hi. say one.
9: More. It's One of Derek's friends here Derek's uh, Bringing the whole countrymen here He's brought like uh, A hard copy For a black best big car Here's <laughs> say something For the podcast right. Wumpa Wumpa Lindström Lindstrom from Sweden. Another. The Swedes have drank drank all the beer in Essen. If you can believe that. You want some beer? I no? <laughs> hey, want some beer. <laughs> no, I'm good. Yeah. yeah you fine. Need uh, oh, Matthias needs a refill. There you go. No thanks, Zach, I'm good. Let's move on. Oh, we have here Bill K. The hunk, known as the hunk, we're
7: recording for the Star Wars Collectors Archive podcast here. Okay, what am I supposed to say now? I'm not talking about the room sales. Uh, the room sales are really high. Literally. Yeah, yeah, literally. Did they? Was that uh, the molds were just for display, or was he, he actually? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is interested in
10: himself,
9: that's why. <laughs> I haven't seen them molds. Alright, we had enough of Bill Cable, we're gonna move on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Here we go, Jonathan. Oh, Jonathan's here with all the foodstuffs. Jonathan, would you like to talk to the, the folks at the Vintage Pod?
6: Things are going pretty well. Sold some stuff. Matias is here.
9: Uh, Party's going on. Here selling all kinds of food packaging items from uh, across the globe. Here, I've got a set of Celebration. To get this garbage out of the house. Where he's clearing out the garbage. I see some medallions from Europe, celebration Europe one and cereal boxes. Celebration five cereal box giveaways. <laughs> You love the collector panels. Avid fan, just on a permanent place, uh, permanent part of the, uh, the the room, basically. Yeah, Paul's a wallflower here at the uh, the collector panel, so he's cruising around checking out what people have to for sale. We're gonna mosey on. Thanks, Paul. Moving on here. Moving on. Oh, we have we have Michelle from Minton Box. You're yeah, talking to sure. Sky Payne from the, the cast and Steve Danley. Oh, Pumping hello, guys! I find this very, very fit place here. Yeah, yeah. tell them about what what you see at the the, the room sales that you picked. Yes. It's really impressive. It's very hot. It's very hot. It's very hot. Everybody. Hot place. Very nice pieces. Yeah. And, uh, I hope on the something to buy, but I need it looking for again. Oh, okay. Well, so I'm sure you'll find them. Yeah, sure. Definitely. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you. These peers I'll take. Here. Michelle's taking photos here from mittenbox.net excellent French collecting site Thanks thanks Michelle we're gonna say hey to a competing podcast here you might recognize this voice Hello <laughs> it's Marjorie from Star Wars Action News. She just gave us the shoe away hand no, gesture. No, no, no. I'm selling water. Oh, I'm kidding. Oh, water! That's the it's, hottest it's thing like going 200 here. Two hundred euros. He's buying. It's like selling most of everything. Two euros. Two euros. It's a bargain. So they're thinking ahead. They're giving the people what they need, not what they want. Thanks, Marjorie yeah so we're here more place who else do we know here Michael Michael, Michael Gilkey another <laughs> German <laughs> oh another mittenbox.net <laughs> Pierre <laughs> Pierre. So Pierre what are you doing? talk to uh, the uh, Star Wars collectors outside? are sweating <inaudible> a lot
10: really yes but a lot of amazing stuff there so
9: you should have been there but you know I just lost two liters of water so <laughs> I need to take more now yeah Marjorie's selling it over here Star Wars Action News they're selling Water on the floor over there. Team. Yeah, so we're yeah. watching around. Michael Gilkey is going to say "Wampa Wampa" to the Star Wars Collectors' Archive Wampa Wampa podcast. Yeah. Hello, guys. Tell him how you're doing today with your with your sales. Uh, the sales are going
10: really slow. I wish everything was uh, gun direct and I could go and drink some beer. Uh, it's such hot here. <laughs> really, really hot. <laughs> uh, he's got like two, three packs. The Captain Mark, three packs. I don't even dare to ask about their prices. And maybe they're not for sale, alone for trade. What's up with them, Michael? The three uh, packs? The three packs are 1,300 euro. Yeah. And uh, What else only uh, opened
9: one. Yeah, uh, no more sealed. No more sealed. Oh, you, but, uh,
10: you used to have an unproduced uh, Cloud Copilot Power of the Force proof card. What happened with that? Ah, uh, it's
2: gone.
9: Oh, wow. Power of the Force proof card. And he says the sales is going slow. Yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> he's talking about quantity. He's got great stuff here. Nice, yeah. nice German stuff. Posters, even some Swedish Power of the Force
10: catalogs, Danish catalogs. ebook store display. Yeah, PvP yeah. stuff, ebook store
9: display, good stuff. Yes, excellent. All right, Michael, thanks. Good luck. I know it's thinned out a little bit here. Uh, Moving on. Isaac, who's down here? Isaac Liu. We'll nice talk to Isaac himself. He's over here. He's fanning himself. He's a big fan. Thought you talked to Sky and Steve and everybody so else. Sky. Convention's awesome, but it, it is extremely hot.
7: They don't believe in AC in Germany, and I don't like it. But everything else is awesome. Oh, yeah, well. I'm Having a good time. Sold some stuff, which is good. Wampa, Wampa.
9: Thanks, Isaac. Isaac's got some carded figures here. Some. Uh, AFA loose graded figures. We're moving around. Daniel Daniel wants to talk to the Star Wars Collectors Archive podcast. Yeah, yeah, of course. One of Matthias' countrymen here and forum member what you think about the room sales? Except, don't talk about how hot it is. Yeah, <laughs> I
8: think <laughs> the Talking room about
13: sales the
9: are pretty good, but uh, yeah. as you just told me, yeah, Daniel's got sweat beating off of his forehead. You know, as he does a- have his sunglasses on because it is midnight. Yeah, yeah but they're on top as, of his as, head. As I don't have any hair, everything's oh, yeah, down, the face. down in his face. <laughs> We're heading over to UK, guys. Darren Simpson has got like the best booth in the convention. Darren area. Simpson has an impressive booth on the show floor, and he He's here. He got here late, so he's in the corner, and he's running away. We're at Graham's booth, I think, here. Graham... Why don't you tell everybody of the Star Wars Collector's Archive what do you think about the, the room sales. How you doing, Chris? Um, yeah, it's going well here today. Um, it's windy. I bought probably... It's really hot in here. It is... <laughs> I mean, you think Florida is hot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but Florida has air conditioning. Yeah. And this has air conditioning, but it's I want not a European scale. Yeah, it's on a European... I want to point out that Graham was wearing shorts earlier today. Right now, he has long pants on. Darren Simpson has long pants and long sleeve, even though he knows how... And he's got a coat his Jacket. He's fashionable as hell. He, but he's
10: a businessman. He looks like Brian Selman in,
9: in in the catalog. Yeah, that's right. So finish up. but uh, Matthias has been changing clothes today uh, more often than Beyonce does at one of her concerts. That's right. That's right. He's got a look. He's got a shirt now. It says um, "From Sweden with love." It's a graffiti to add At Darren runs Starzone. Darren's, running, Darren's making a, a business deal over here. Can you say Wampa Wampa, guys? Wampa. Thanks, Darren. We're heading over to the Stéphane Foucault. Uh The French Connection. We have an international convention. Stéphane Foucault yeah. with his new book. We're talking to Sky Payne and yeah. all the guys at the Star Wars yeah, right. Podcast. Hi, Sky. So, so, tell us you, about your book. Tell us about your, your, your stuff for sale here. Yeah, so I have some
10: uh, interesting stuff here. The mechanical Cards and the... Uh, uh, an Empire Strike Back Boba Fett card uh, it's a recent one but uh, there is a lot of interest in it uh, so I'm trying to uh, to send a few um, Richard Jedi Meccano cards and the book is uh, doing pretty well and uh, it's about uh, you know all the the French stuff that was released in France uh, all the stuff the toys and the food premiums and the, the posters and everything
9: so I uh, strongly recommend Minute, you know? Very complete. Awesome. Thanks, Stefan. Yeah, we're gonna move gone. on here. Um, uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk to a Dane over here, Henrik Rasmussen. And uh, and I look forward to do uh, the podcast with Skype because uh, I never did it before. Oh you never listened to it. It's now he's gonna listen call. to it because he's on it. So. so it's an open call to do it, uh. Okay, so Stefan's gonna even though he pimped her book and you didn't even hear about it last episode. He's been talking about it. So we're we gonna try to get some international listeners here. Now we're talking to um, Henrik Rasmussen. Tell them where you're from, Henrik. Hello
12: there. This is Henrik Rasmussen from Denmark.
9: Henrik, uh, I said, um, how's, it, how's the um, room sale going for you today? The room sale is awesome. It's uh, damn hot in
10: this room, but <laughs> the, the room sale is awesome. First time I really experienced it. The first service in Europe, there was no room sales, but I see some amazing stuff here.
9: Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, this, Henrik the Wrestler. <laughs> Henrik the Wrestler. Henrik's also one of our start StarTot sponsors. He sponsored yeah. the, Imperial dignitary,
10: greatest of all the vintage figures, greatest figure ever.
9: <laughs> greatest vintage, yeah, greatest vintage figure ever. But um, yeah, doing great out here. Hendrix, our variation expert, and uh, right now he's uh, enjoying the room sales yes. and the convention. There've been quite a few variations. I saw some PVP used yeah. ones for sale.
10: I know my tiles, but I have not bought any variations. I have uh, settled down a bit on variations. It has gone too far, but there are still some nice ones I would like. It's
9: there you go. You heard it from the horse's mouth. The Europe. <laughs> it, now the European guys are. It's gone too far. It's gone too I quoted him. It, I quoted. It went too far, even for the Europeans. Yes. Okay. Thanks, Henry. All right. Let's see. We saw some. There's some kilted 501st guys who just passed. Oh, there's a more right here. Oh, We're good. No, another country of representation. Luis Galvez from Mexico City, Mexico. Luis, you going to talk to Sky Payne and Steve Danley and everyone at the Star Wars Collectors Archive podcast. Okay. Hello, hello, hello. 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 to all the friends who's hearing this amazing podcast. Yeah, that's right. And uh, I'm telling Luis is one of the original Lily Lady experts. True Lily Lady expert. Bought them as a kid. Written about them in magazines. He came up with the Lily Lady, um fact sheets, yes. right? What were those called? Oh, Thank I, you. I, I can say. I forgot what they're called. Anyway, you can edit this part. I can't remember. It was in the anyway. I want that ship. Um, Luis was uh, selling some uh, some cereal boxes from Celebration Five. He um, and his wife Josefina sponsored the Fede's box, and um, they're also the sponsors of a star top for this set, the EV ninety nine. Yes, I am amazed with the quality of those stoves, and I am happy to,
10: to to be honored to be a sponsor of the ev ninety nine. And all the designs are fantastic. The job of the, of the of the all the team is great, and uh,
9: I know that all the collectors in this celebration will enjoy them. Great, great. Thanks, Luis. We all we all appreciate it. All the collectors appreciate it. Looks like you're gonna pack up here. Yes. And uh, He's got a very nice uh, cereal box inside yeah, uh, so and
10: so from it. Oh, yes, it is. That's right. And this
9: is one that Matias did the artwork for, so he's a little biased there. But it's oh, great. yeah, it's that's great. correct.
10: Oh, I thought it looked good. All right, Thanks. we're going to we move got, along uh, here. Thanks, Luis. We got two Belgian collectors over here. Been collecting uh, since 86. Old school Belgian collectors. Yeah. Did, did you say hello to the Kairkas, the Star Wars Collector Podcast.
9: Hi. Hello. you Tell them tell, tell what your old username used to be, or is it still? Uh, no, it's not still. But it used to be Anti Yoda. Anti Yoda. For all you guys that remember the the Usenet news groups, this is of Volkart, and he was Anti Yoda. Been around for a long time. I'm sorry, I don't. Mem- I didn't meet you yet. My name's Chris. My name is Ben. Hi. Ben. Hi, Ben. Hi. Quite old school as well. Yeah. Early, school. early 90s. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Well, thanks, guys. He's moseying around. Did you find anything else? See, Ben's got some Pepperidge Farm cookies and uh, cookie boxes and uh, Reese's food pieces. Stuff. Big time. For the, uh, he's in for food stuff. For the food stuff. Yeah. So he's been hanging out with Jonathan Booth over here. Apparently. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Big time. All right. Thanks. We are getting ushered away. Thanks, guys. By uh, James Burns from a Competing Collector
11: podcast. Yeah, competing but friendly, and uh, oh, you yeah. know, very very much so. We're all we're all in this together, and. Uh, it's great to, uh, to work together, as we have done before in the past. That's right, that's right. And James is going to describe this but without using the word hot. This is a, a or ma- warm... Okay, this is an amazing gathering of light-mining collectors looking, and there's, there's some amazing pieces out here, from vintage, uh, from small items ranging from a few euros to the most expensive item, which is a rocket-firing fet for 15,000 euros so wow. there really is something here for absolutely everybody it's one of the best swap meets that we've seen at a celebration in the last few years i would say yeah and uh, i picked up a couple of star tours bits which are really nice nice and uh, i think star tours is sort of trending at the moment because yeah. of uh there disney you go. james is admitted to being a disney speculator so yeah. <laughs> so um, i've grabbed a couple of those bits and i've sold a couple of vodafone posters to duncan and um, yes yeah, some other stuff so that's good awesome really good
9: awesome thanks and uh, that's James from the Curto Burns Collector Cast um, they normally record regularly but I think the, they haven't been too regular lately but great podcast you guys very professional Dan and uh, James do a great job on there and
11: uh, we are back to regular podcasts um, we've had a crazy few months I've been recording a TV show and uh, sorting out Caravan of the, of the Force which is now in Essen, and we're going home on Monday. So uh, it's been a crazy, crazy time, but we are back to regular shows, which is where we need to be. So good news for everyone. That's great. Yeah, that's right. And, and James, and then, why don't you explain Caravan of the Force to some of these guys? So, Caravan of Force was a crazy idea that we came up with uh, the, the night after Celebration, German, uh, Celebration Europe was announced in the States last year. And we came up with this idea of moving from the UK across Europe, driving across, stopping in each country, meeting each garrison, doing something fun, grabbing a uh, a Star Wars celebrity and taking them on the caravan with us and raising money, most importantly, raising money for Make-A-Wish. So Jeremy Bullock, graciously within a second of me asking him whether he would come, said yes. So Jeremy Bullock and his wife Maureen joined us on the whole caravan And we did some crazy things and had some amazing fun along the route. And we uh, were greeted in Essen on Wednesday by about 200 people, including Lin Howe, Mary Franklin, loads of other people from Lucasfilm. And we got an amazing reception. And we're still raising money for Make-A-Wish. And it's absolutely fantastic. So thanks, everyone, to their support. And um, we've got some amazing collector-focused eBay auctions coming up including a Star Wars Xbox that's been signed by over 30 stars of Star Wars Mark Hamill Carrie Fisher Dave Prowse Anthony Daniels Kenny Baker Dave Filoni Gary Kurtz. you name them they've signed this box so it's going to be a really really nice eBay auction no one's done it before we've got photographs of everybody as they signed it and uh, we're hoping to raise a lot of money for Make-A-Wish wow that's impressive I didn't know this is
9: the first time I'm hearing that so awesome I hope it works out James it's a Thanks, great idea.
11: Chris.
9: Thanks for uh, everything you're doing here with the hobby and everything and the guys in the UK everybody's learning about collecting the right way through James. He's schooling everybody and he didn't use the word hot. So or warm. Or warm so that's great. It's all in the positive positivity. It's probably cooled off a little bit, you know. Yeah, the doors are open in the back. So. The doors are open in the back. We've lost a lot of people now. It's 12.15. A lot of looky-loos. Um, maybe people not so much hanging out. There is a bar across the lobby. Yep. Um, I'm sure a lot of people were treated to that. Anyway, thanks, James. Pleasure. See you soon. Thank you. And um, I grabbed this guy, Kevin Lentz, over here. You guys know him from the forum. Let's say hey to Sky and Steve, Kevin. Hey, Sky. Hey, Steve. Tell them what you think about the uh, room sales over here. Rooms, all kinds of awesome stuff to
10: see. Um, I am really boring, I didn't bring anything to sell, and all I bought was
9: a t-shirt, but uh, fun window shopping. Awesome, awesome. Well, I hope you found some stuff at least interesting, you know, everybody's having a good time. So, UK hooligan Andy Davies, say hey to Sky. Hey Sky, how's it going? Tell him about your. Uh, he's not on the phone. We were collect, we are recording oh, for the uh, podcast. Okay. Here. I wonder what you're doing. Well, this guy's waiting for you to re- respond, but you know it's going to be delayed time. Okay. so...
11: Yeah. yeah it's um it's hot in this room. So, uh, but some nice pieces, and um, I hope this gets uh, this finally makes it onto your podcast. Because last time you interviewed me, it all went
9: up. Oh my God! It went up. My up's not going to make it. So you keep beeping that part out when we say up. But anyway. So what did you what did you want to say last time that got cut
11: out? Uh, I was all about the, the Luke Bespin 12 inch box flap that I was trying to find. And um, if that's uh, if anyone's listening to this and knows what one is, then send me an email, PM me on Rebel Scum, because uh, I am actively searching for one of those. I would love to add it to my collection. That's right, yeah. So if you if you know what he's talking about, you know what
9: it is. For those of you who don't, he's talking about the unproduced 12-inch Empire Strikes Back, Luke Bespin. Um, He's looking for the uh, box flat to go with his set. And uh, great bloke. And uh, if you have it, it's definitely going to a good home over here. And uh, kivecast at gmail.com. They'll forward it on to him, I'm sure. I'm sure. Thanks, okay. Andrew. See you, later, Scott. See you guys. See ya. I want to cost thousands. Hello. Say that one more time.
2: Everything that I want that they
13: have here costs thousands. Everything you want that they have here costs dollars. Dollars. He
9: bought a Jar Jar Binks watch. Um, Yeah. So that was Arnie from Star Wars Action News. Well, technically, let's clarify, the watch is not for me. The watch is for Marjorie of Star Wars Action News. Oh, I see. But they live in the same house. It'll be in the same front of the same roof with both of them.
3: Absolutely. Actually, I picked up two Jar Jar items tonight. I got an um, unarticulated Jar Jar from Hong Kong.
9: Oh, my gosh. And how can you have unarticulated Jar Jar? He's all articulated. That's great. Hong Kong, huh? Big Jar Jar fan.
3: Yeah.
9: So anybody got... Random Jar Jar stuff, you know where uh, to send it over here. We have one person. It's going to be the black hole of Jar Jar items.
2: It's almost like a Humane Society thing.
13: It's like, oh. you know, you, you get the Sarah McLaughlin playing and all the discarded Jar Jar see, items yeah. that need a home.
9: And at the end, you put them in a big metal tin, you put cyanide gas in it, and... Because you have too much. Maybe not cyanide. I don't know if they use actually. Anyway... Saw you guys standing over here. Thanks again. Thanks for Hope you had a good time. And you didn't say it was hot. Thanks. <laughs> we already know it's hot. All right. And one happy camping. Oh my goodness! I completed a deal. Matthias completed a deal.
10: One years about. of pestering. I finally met an awesome guy from Belgium tonight, and we like we we've been looking for each other for all day, and now we made a deal. One year. That's
9: rewarding. That is rewarding. Well, congrats on that, Matthias. Thanks. I was going to talk to another German. I'm looking for. We got Martin from Mike. Hullo, uh, from uh, I talked. I saw Mart. We saw Martin. You know, I saw Mike vote over here. He ran off. Oh, Marco. I've been wanting to meet Marco. Have you never because met him? I haven't met him my yeah. name's is Chris I did the first day you yeah. know what that's right I did and you didn't say hey I brought my buttons Yeah, uh, uh, I got stiffed he had the coolest <laughs> buttons the PVP buttons the Meccano button oh is it Meccano PVP and Lily the Letty that's right I met Marco Mar- 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 the first day and he's out of buttons now I'm sorry yeah damn it You can leave that in. (laughs) Ah, I missed my opportunity. Gave them all away before the last day. Shift happens. Shift happens. Shift happens. No, no, no. Oh, wow. Awesome. Oh, you still get ours. Thanks, I'm sorry. I've just witnessed an introduction. Michael Ritter, New York, meets Gonzalo Diaz. From Spain. From Spain. You guys might know uh, Gonzalo from from the forums. He used to live in Brazil. Tell them how you travel through Brazil uh, to Russia now, and then you have these Russian
2: bootlegs. Yeah, I travel
10: often to Russia. Like I have to, I travel to the former Soviet Union like ten times a year, and I was able to find the, the bootleggers who produce the
13: the vintage and the modern line of bootlegs, and I'm offering the the modern ones here because. There isn't any vintage stuff, stuff left.
9: Yeah, yeah. Did
13: you hear that, guys? He met the,
9: the company that made the actual original Russian bootlegs, and now he's got a few Russian bootlegs: Chewbacca, Yoda, some uh, really very pink Bosque <laughs> Vader's, really very pink, neat yeah. stuff, direct from Russia, from a Spaniard. So it works out
1: perfect. yeah. Very <laughs> yeah, yeah. really yeah. international. Very
9: international. Yeah. So, Mike, you want to say hey to the sky, Steve?
1: Hey, Sky Steve, you're missing a great time here. I've already lost my voice twice. Wampa, wampa, guys, enjoy.
9: Yeah, I'm not going to make Mike talk. Mike worked the, uh, the Rancho Obi-Wan booth on Friday. Friday night we had dinner. You could not hear him. He greeted so many people and talked. He completely lost his voice. He got it back a little bit. And um, I'm not going to push it. So we're going to mosey on over here. Gary, Gary Smith, you want to talk to Sky Payne and Steve hey, Daly of the Star Wars Collectors Archive That's podcast or you know, recording? Live from the Celebration Europe 2. Okay. Room sales. And Gary's looking at me. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. See, it's an all vintage podcast that he should be listening to. They're going on, what, two years now. But <laughs> uh, they can't decide on what name to call it. Sometimes they call it the Vintage Pod. Sometimes it's the Kivecast from the Star Wars Collector's Archive. Gus Lopez's site. All vintage stuff. You know? I think it's like, and Gary's like,
10: the most known and biggest pallet toy collector around.
9: You have to That's be. right. Possibly. Jerry's yeah, been Possibly. around. Big power toy guy over here. He's got his arms folded. He doesn't know what to make of anything. He's very hot, I know I that. Hot. And hot. Uh, but tell him what you think about the convention so far and the room sales. Awesome. Absolutely brilliant. It's yeah. been the first ever one. I've enjoyed it thoroughly, yeah. even though I've not bought anything or sold anything. <laughs> hey, neither have I, but hey, we can all enjoy it. So yeah getting to meet people. It's been awesome. That's Especially right. It's all about meeting the people. We have complete international contingent. I don't know how many different countries we've just talked to on this one. It's been a lot. so we have entire Europe Europe presence and US presence. It's all great. Thanks Gary. Shane's gonna say some closing words. I love you. Thanks, Shane. Shane loves everyone. We're going to go talk to Duncan Jenkins real quick. I see Duncan. I'm going to flag him. I see a couple of people. Oh, I see a few people I want to talk to. Duncan Jenkins. We're going to talk to Sky and
5: Steve. Hey, guys. wampa wampa everybody. Tell them about... Tell about some room sales. All right, so let's see. Looks like I've got a lot less over there in my pile, so it's uh, been <laughs> traded or sold away pretty well. My lovely wife is uh, taking care of business for me, so she always like it, always, exactly, like always, exactly, uh, leaving me free to roam and purchase. So, but you got like only a stack of stuff, yes. And you're like the usual. Well, always when
10: Duncan is buying. He's got his iPad and his list of stuff he does, yeah, to so. check
9: what he's got and what he doesn't have. That's so, right. So while uh, uh, um, yeah. the, uh, Genghis Khan rapes and pillages, um, Duncan <laughs> Jenkins over here roams and um, uh, rooms and purchases. That's right. right. Rape and pillage, Roman Roman purchases. I was purchases. The, I had it in my head earlier than T is cut in and I screwed the whole joke up. And it, I it thought it was really funny in my head. It was better in my, head. Better in my head. Yeah. No. And I couldn't remember Genghis Khan. But anyway, I, I picked up a few things so that
5: was kind of cool. The the nicest thing that I got was actually before the room sales. Um, of course, uh, yes, uh, French card uh, it's a vacuum-formed trading card from *Empire Strikes Back* for a uh, cookie promotion that I have been looking for for about twenty-some odd years. So I was glad to finally find one. Awesome, Duncan the man—he pulls
9: these things out. You've never even heard of it, even the name of the concept, and he says, "Hey, I found it, and I was looking for that number." That's great. <laughs> Gus is like, "What are you talking about? Of course, we all know about that." Gus is back. <laughs>
12: Gus is back. He still Once got his uh, free stuff. I, I hardly free. spent spend anything. I got a lot of gifts though. It's pretty awesome. We have A's. to mention like one the best The patch. best thing I got to have.
9: <laughs> a David Hasselhoff Celebration <laughs> Europe patch. <laughs> oh my god, I have not seen that. <laughs> that, that thing is awesome. Great. Germany Who loves the Hoff? <laughs> Who did that? Loud <laughs> Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Loud Mike? Yeah. Oh, I'm going yeah. to. He's back got and a see bunch of them. Mike. You can buy one. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, heck
7: awesome.
9: Yeah. All right. The David has a hoff patch. Yeah. Alright, I'm gonna go make my first purchase here at the room sales from Loud Mike. Yeah. Thanks guys. Bye bye. That was Duncan and Gus. Yeah. Matias is gonna hang out with them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Matias is uh, looks like he needs a little bit of sleep. As I'm gonna walk over here. We're looking at Ben here,
3: hey, I'm,
9: you, I'm Chris Jorgulius, I'm recording for the Star Wars Collectors Archive podcast, hey, the Kivecast, say hi to the guys, hey how, how's it going, do you ever listen to the podcast? I do, I do, yeah. You do? Yeah so do. guys, team.
7: Tell them what you think about
9: the room
10: sales. The room sale is off the hook man, there's stuff here I've never seen before, never ever in my whole life, like gra- there's grail piece after grail piece here. The
9: Norwich contingent, nice meeting you, thank you, see you. See you. See you. We talked to James and so tell us about Caravan of the Force. Oh. I'm Matt Booker from Jedi News. That's right, man. <laughs> and you, we've been traveling across Europe with Jeremy Bullock and Maureen Bullock in our car for uh, Luke's raising money for Make-A-Wish awesome. so it's been really good fun and I've come to Swap Meet and it's the best place at every celebration that's right it is when the collectors do it they do it right you know the 501st aren't the only ones doing big organized things even though it really wasn't completely organized but you put the word out yeah. you find a space and it happens definitely found some really nice baby yeah. fat pieces found a really nice uh, purple Mexican bootleg baby it's fat that's my that's baby fat cloak awesome collection. awesome <laughs> And i um, trying to sell Dave's uh, Flux oh, figures yeah, here yeah, still. I'm surprised they're still here. They're awesome. You guys need to go to farthestfrom.com, check out these figures. Yeah, he's gone off wandering, finding shiny crappy this he? Awesome, awesome. Thanks, Matt. Cheers,
10: Matt. See ya.
9: <sighs> All right, I think I'm. I see a bunch of tired faces over here. I've been recording for 40 minutes. And everything's pretty much wound down. Just people kind of hanging out and talking. A lot of beer, uh, beers from the, uh, from the bar across the way. And uh, it has cooled off a lot. People are starting to pack up. At its, at its height, it was really packed in here. So another successful room sales. And oh, I see one more guy I'm going to talk to. Another German. Real quick, before he runs off, Mike Vogt. He's going to talk to uh, the Star Wars Collector's Archive podcast. I'm
11: happy to do so, Chris. And thanks for meeting you, finally. Because (laughs) I just heard that you want to get rid of a certain item that uh, a guy from Germany needs. So you should stay in touch with him. But apart from that, it was very nice meeting you, very nice meeting the other guys here. And thanks for, for this idea with the Star Tots. Um, very brilliant, yeah. And uh, yeah, I got the fever already, and uh, I have, have to, to collect the line. Thank you very much, and, and good luck. Awesome,
9: thank you. And tell me your name. I see a guy here. He's wearing the the, um, the um, headman shirt, the inner circle. Tell yeah, everybody Dar- who your names. Uh, Darren Wild. Darren Wild. You guys know him from the forum, and I'm just meeting him for the first time. I do is know his famous name, bootleg famous bootleg collector. Tell the guys. Yeah. Uh, Tell uh, Sky and Steve, hey, and uh, you got the whole world listening. Tell us about what you think about the the bootleg selection here at the uh, room sales. Minimal, but the couple of items that are here, they've been just what I've been looking for. There you go, there you go. And we completed another bootleg collection. We have Martin, and now Darren has completed something. He has got a tiny C-3PO that that he's going to explain. It's a Dutch bootleg, and uh, John Alvira's got my last one, and I've been looking for another. Ever since, and I've just found one. There you go. See, the bootleg, the bootleggers have found success here. Yes. And uh, maybe the food collectors, not so much. But, you know, <laughs> that's how it works sometimes. But everybody's happy. We're all in it together. More country. Tell them where you're from. England. Another English bloke. So we've got everybody here. A lot of English guys we've talked to on this one. All right, guys. Thanks, Mike. We'll talk to you later. Yes, St. Darren, Mike. nice meeting you. All right. I think that's going to be it. If I keep walking around, I'm going to keep talking to people, and this thing's going to run for like an hour. So I'm going to cut it out. Thanks. You guys should have come. Another Six Festival event. And see you at Celebration 7. Over and out.
0: Okay, Steve, so there it was. Uh, we, uh, we're not gonna record our official outro, because once again, we will just use the outro we recorded at the, uh, at the, at the airport thing. SeaTac, SeaTac Airport. SeaTac Airport. I'm not even gonna check the baseball scores, that's how, that's how unrealistic, that's how different of an episode this is. That's right. And, yeah, I mean, I, it's, uh, it's it's been a really fun time, um, this sort of late summer time. I'm happy yep. to get back into the, th- the swing of things, get back to yeah. recording an episode every month. Um, we didn't even actually talk about the thing we did in... At Vic and Lisa's house, we recorded another podcast.
6: That's right, yeah. that We were, we were uh, guests on another podcast.
0: Yeah, we were because. guests on the Galaxy of Toys podcast. That's right. And uh, it was really fun, you know? Um, it's weird, I think, because... They're doing a podcast about Star Wars toys. Um I think maybe they feel like we would be uh territorial or possessive. But hopefully hopefully they
6: understand no.
0: <laughs> yeah, not <one> no. Bit. <laughs> no, definitely not one bit. Um maybe one bit. One bit. <laughs> one bit from me, maybe. Okay but not a one bit I think I is coming from my best self, so I just put it away. You know, okay. maybe part of me is kinda like, oh I see. Someone else to do a Star Wars podcast, huh? Ours isn't good enough. Um, <laughs> but that one bit is not my rational self. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, I hate to get all you know, whatever. If you guys have listened to us talk about how much fun uh, we've had this far, you can hear me uh, psychoanalyze myself. You get what I'm saying, right, Steve? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. No. I'm really happy that they're they're doing their show and and they're good guys. And I listened to a couple episodes. I should probably listen to more. Um, but uh, yeah, hopefully we're going to get to work together again, because uh, there's only going to be more podcasts about Star Wars collecting toys, not no, that's less. A, that's a good thing. Only going to be more. Um, and yeah,
6: so... Um, I guess until we uh, speak later this month about the uh, the unnamed soldier. <laughs> Rebel soldier, right? Yes, that's right.
0: All right, good. By, by the time we record uh, that episode, I'll get that down. All right. All right. Let's get to our pre-recorded clip.
7: All righty. Hey, this is Rick Springfield saying, "Wampa, Wampa."
0: Well, Steve and I just took uh, the uh, the taxi to the airport here, Tessa, and we're in the security line, Steve. It's uh, been pretty busy, hey. A little bit. I only have one checkpoint for everybody. <laughs> and I'm I'm chugging uh, the Ewoks root beer that was made. And it looks like I'm drinking Star beer but I don't put a picture of that but uh anyways it's been a fun show Wampa
1: Wampa. The figures
11: are not yet available Adios. this
1: Star Wars early bird stores, with colorful Star Wars display back and certificate-